What's up, everybody? This episode is brought to you by Luxury Driver, makers of some incredible, portable, easy to use, and really effective wipes. These cleaning wipes have all different kinds of purposes. In fact, there's four different distinct kinds. There's the glass wipes, leather wipes, protectant wipes, and cleaning wipes. And I've tried all of them. They're all really nice. You got packs, the, the big the big round cans you can put in your garage, and then you've got the disposable ones you can put in your car. You just throw them in the glove box, and they basically can help you keep all those areas of your car clean that are more than just a wash and a vacuum. Like, I'm very spoiled. I have a detail shop here at our studio. I'm guessing most of you don't have that. If you're fortunate enough, maybe you've got a driveway with a hose and a bucket and a vacuum. That's all most people really have at home. But the luxury driver wipes help you get those little details, important but sometimes overlooked details, sparkling inside and out from your windshield to your interior and your wheels, your interior dash, your seats, your windows, all of it. Each package of 24 wipes comes in a resealable pack that's convenient to keep in your car so you can touch up your ride whenever and wherever you need. Most folks like to stash them in a door pocket or the glove box so they're handy whenever you need them. The glass wipes are streak-free and ammonia-free, safe to use on tint, and have a light, fresh scent so your windows are left clean and your car is left smelling great. The leather wipes protect against UV damage and they're good on car seats, even purses, shoes, jackets, and more, and they condition as they clean. The protectant wipes are excellent on rubber dull interior surfaces, even your tires and your rubber trim. They can leave just a hint of the cool shine that boasts high class and a well-maintained ride, but without being greasy. And the cleaning wipes are basically pre-moistened to effectively clean and deodorize non-porous surfaces in one quick step. They easily remove grime, dust, dirt on dashboards, console, steering wheel, etc. All come in resealable packages for compact, easy storage on the go or in the big round plastic cans for use in your home garage. They are excellent. I've been using them on, uh, on my cars here at the shop for a couple weeks now. And you can get them with a special holiday price by clicking the link in the description of this podcast and going straight to the Luxury Driver Amazon shop. They've got special deals for you for the holidays, and they won't last long while supplies last and while holidays last. So thanks to Luxury Driver for sponsoring today's podcast. Also brought to you by Valvoline. The original motor oil. Did you know that Valvoline is America's very first motor oil brand? And for 150 years, they have been innovating, creating, and reinventing motor oil. From the first high mileage to the first synthetic blend to the first racing oil, they've never stopped pursuing innovation to maximize engine life. Valvoline's latest innovation, Extended Protection Full Synthetic Motor Oil, provides 50% better wear protection than industry standards and is 10 times stronger against oil breakdown. Extended protection is specifically formulated with dual defense additive technology combining an innovative 
additive boosted with a fortified detergent system. You may not think you're a severe driver, but if you go on short trips, if you tow, drive in extreme hot or cold temperatures, you've got a turbocharged engine or heavy loaded van or SUV, or if you go on spirited drives in the canyons, all these things put extra pressure on your engine. Influencers like Chris Forsberg, Rob Dom, Freddie Tavares, Hernandez, Speed Academy, Gears and Gasoline, Dustin Williams, and TJ Hunt all trust Valvoline in their cars. I love Valvoline because of their 150-year history and everything they've accomplished, which gives me confidence that I'm putting a high-quality motor oil in my car. Valvoline is the only motor oil with a dedicated engine lab where they can run specialized engine testing and standardized testing right in their own facility. Valvoline is the world's number one supplier of EV battery fluids, offering tailored products to help extend vehicle range and efficiency. And they're proud to be the official motor oil of Hendrick Motorsports. This year, Valvoline driver Kyle Larson was crowned the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series regular season champion with nine wins and 2,000 laps led. Head down to your local auto parts store and ask for Valvoline by name. Today's episode is also brought to you by Viore. I am stoked on Viore because unlike uh, so many advertisements that we do on this show, this one started by me spending money. I found their store. I went and bought a shirt, uh, actually bought like three shirts, and it turns out these were the most comfortable, softest, and best moisture-wicking shirts I have ever worn. It's uh, a special technical fabric that feels soft, doesn't shrink in the watch or stretch too much when you wear it. And when I sweat in these Viore shirts, I wear the Strato uh, shirts, the sweat is basically, it's just gone. You can't see it. Like, I am a sweaty person and I get incredibly uncomfortable when I'm like sweaty in public and I live in a very hot climate. I do active things so that can happen. I can get sweaty in public, but the Viore shirts I wear make that sweat totally disappear. It just goes into the atmosphere instead of sticking in my shirt. The shirts are very versatile. You can wear them uh, with workout shorts to the gym. You could wear them with jeans or, ca- or like a nice pants uh, with a blazer at night. I've worn them for almost any activity. I wear them on camera. I wear them when doing the podcast. They're very versatile. They're very comfortable. They're a great gift for yourself or someone else in the holiday season, especially uh, if there's a, a, a really active member of your family, a workout enthusiast, or somebody who sweats a lot. Uh, it's easy to find the product that you want on the website. It's very well laid out and easy to use. And I can feel really good about the shirts that I buy because I've now washed them a whole bunch. My oldest Viore shirts are like three or four months old, and they still look brand new. They don't get saggy around the neck. They don't shrink after a bunch of washes. It's a really well-made shirt. They're not the cheapest shirts out there. They're not the most expensive either, but it's an incredibly high-quality product, and I really, really enjoy wearing them. And I've basically stopped wearing all other shirts. Viore's an investment in your happiness. And for our listeners, they're offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash tire. That's, it's not spelled like it sounds. It's pronounced Viore. It's spelled Vuori. V-U-O-R-I dot com slash tire. That's V-U-O-R-I 
Dot-com slash tire. Not only will you get 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on all U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to VUORI.com slash tire and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Speaking of clothing, what about Stance, baby? Stance makes awesome socks. Like, I got their socks and, like... Everyone's gotten like getting socks as a gift is is like a hack comedy bit at this point. It's like what people who don't like you will buy you, like your your grandparents who don't know anything about you. Except now with Stance Apparel, getting socks is a G move, right? They've changed the game. Comfy, colorful gear. People love it. It's guaranteed to make merry with high quality comforts for you and yours. Stance has made gift giving super simple this holiday season. Stance's premium line of socks, apparel, and more always comes to correct with colorful constructions, innovative materials, and choice fits that are built to last. Throw in an all-star curation of A-list collaborators and those lucky recipients on your the nice list have never had it so good. Check out Stance.com for all the latest, including several different subscription options that are sure to keep your friends and family feeling great all year round. My favorite designs are the Goonies socks, the Wu-Tang Clan socks, the Bob Marley socks, and actually just the cool like old school looking striped ones that look like basketball players would wear them in the 70s but with more fun and interesting colors. I am into that. They're very comfortable whether I wear them with uh, like fancier shoes or with sneakers. The quality is real nice. They haven't stretched out in the wash and uh, my wife even complimented me on my footwear style. So Stance has the perfect gift for every punk and poet on your list. Go see for yourself. It's easy. Just head over to Stance.com, pick out some styles you think your friends and family might like, and enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance.com. Lastly, of course, let's talk about ransomware. Ransomware is bad. We've had a bunch of positive things to say so far in this block of ads, but we're going to talk about the negatives because ransomware can mess your life up.com. That's why you need Ignite. Did you know that JBS supplies a quarter of the nation's meat? Meat. A quarter of the nation's meat. You know how much meat we eat here? One company supplies 25 of it, and they got shut down by ransomware. They paid $11 million to get back up and running. The cost of not operating was too great. Colonial Pipeline's billing system compromised by a single leaked password. They paid $4.5 million, and it shut down the pipeline for days. The entire city of Atlanta was shut down for five days due to a ransomware attack in 2018. Can you afford it? Can your business afford it? Ransomware can come for any company in any industry, but small and medium-sized businesses get hurt the worst. They have fewer cyber defenses, so ransomware has more ways to sneak through. Smaller teams and the downtime and reputational damage can be totally devastating. That's why you need Ignite. It's the first ever file system with sophisticated ransomware detection and recovery tools fully baked in. It lets your teams create and share documents in all kinds of software, including Microsoft 365, Google Docs, Slack, Salesforce, DocuSign, and countless others while keeping your company's data safe. They've got the reassurance that technology is protected. 
Most security software has a horrible user experience. That's not the case with Ignite. It's slick like you expect from a life of using Apple devices. Ignite is a security tool that your teams will love using because it all runs in the background so your team can work without disruption. There's total visibility, so you know exactly where key documents are and who has access. It automatically detects more than 2,000 ransomware variants and flags unusual behaviors. Ignite is totally turnkey. There's no on-site or hardware or software needed. You can shut down compromised accounts, quickly identify and restore encrypted files, all from a single cloud-based platform. And if ransomware does sneak through, you can restore your files fast and be back up and running in hours, not days, without having to pay the bad guys one penny. Ransomware attacks might be inevitable, but losing your valuable data is not. It's all about being prepared. With Ignite, you won't need a specialized security ops team to keep up. The system is always learning and adapting to new threats. Your team does business like they always have, and you can rest easy. So, learn more about how Ignite can protect your business from ransomware or see why Ignite is rated number one for data security by real customers in G2 Crowd. So, start your free trial today at Ignite.com. That's E G N Y T E. Dot com. E-G-N-Y-T-E dot com. All right, folks, on today's show, my new friend uh, Sonia Reed is joining us. You might know her as OMG It's Firefox with two X's. She is a uh, video gamer. She is a Twitch streamer. She is a YouTuber. She has a great Instagram personality, and she is working on the pivot into cars. Uh, I've hung out with her at a couple uh, local car events uh, with her very pretty Nissan GTR, and uh, we've also uh, seen her work her way into some of the press cars that we have driven recently. Um, Sonia is a very, very sweet girl. I really enjoy hanging out with her at these events and, and talking cars. And I've been trying to get her on the show for like three months now, but our schedules haven't worked out because we are very busy people. But we have finally made it happen. And here she is in studio with us today. Sonia Reed is on the Smoking Tire podcast. We were just in Texas and they have like a Yeti store, of course, because of course they oh, do in Austin, that has a bar in it. It's like, it's got, it, there's a bar in the Yeti store. What? I don't know. They, they don't just, serve you drinks in Yetis. Oh, okay. They I was going to ask. Do they mix, that? Would, that that's just a lost in the, opportunity. in the giant cooler, you just tilt it up like a fucking <laughs> Viking. <laughs> right? Well, in Vegas, they had the frozen bar. You know what I mean? Oh, Where you put on the yeah. fur coat. It's all cold, everything's ice. Yeah, and they give you shot glasses made yeah. of ice, and you yeah. huck them at the wall. Yeah. That's fun. Yes. You just take the shot and then huck the glass at the wall. <laughs> What? Because it's made of ice. Who Wait, gives a shit? I so I, I obviously I mean I've been to Vegas. I have to have that experience at least once. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone should. It's kind of touristy, but it's fun. Yeah. But I didn't know they. they you did didn't that. huck it at the wall. No. Oh, I really I strongly recommend that. <gasps> I missed out. I've I didn't told, do it right. I've told the story before a couple times. I went to that place on a uh, this thing called the Bull Run Rally. Remember okay. that? Oh, it was okay. like gumball, whatever. Yeah. And iced tea and cocoa were there. Okay. And they're very nice people. Cocoa is like the sweetest person and she's like magnetic. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why, but you just want to impress her. Or oh. at least 26 year old me really wanted to impress her. <laughs> and we were at the place where you take the shit and you hug it and we're fucking, everyone's drunk. Of course. And what did I do? Shot and then smash it on my forehead. Because that's what like stupid masculine people do. Oh no, how'd that go? Drip of blood. <gasps> just this drip that I could oh. feel the warmth coming down. <laughs> Like, that's not and she ice. She was all, oh, sweetie. <laughs> like, so it was a tactic. It, 
It was an attempted and failed the Florence Nightingale tactic. It was horrible. (laughs) But you had a good time. Oh, right up until then. <laughs> and then it was a bad time. Was that a hospital visit? Or no, was no, that? no. Okay, it was okay. just embarrassing. It oh. was just it was just a disaster. Just an ego bruise. Yeah, no, yeah. And I had I fuck I I mean I obviously slashed my forehead too, mm-hmm. but it was not good. Was that like day one of the event? No, it was, was the that... end. It was oh, the okay, end, thank okay. God. Okay, well then I didn't have to <laughs> I didn't have sure. to to be around him a lot after that. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be day one of everything and then that's just how you kicked off the whole event. Oh, my I'm God. like Sorry. I did some really terrible masculine things when I was some really feats of feats like of last year feats no. of strength <laughs> probably like five like more recently than I'm uh, okay really oh, comfortable no. with but is thank God yeah. not anymore but not but cognizant now right You're, you know now we know yeah now it's like, mm, so like Jesus don't bash it I hope there's no fucking right right don't tear that stop tearing the tops off of beer cans with your teeth like that kind of thing Ice T felt very confident in his relationship Ice T he's like yeah I'm he's like I am reassured he put an ice cold <laughs> fact on Twitter. <laughs> Don't be like this motherfucker. I love his Twitter. Ice-T's Twitter rules. It's so good. Even like way back, it's always been good. Mm -hmm. It's always been good. Mm -hmm. Back to, you know, like early. I love his throwback pictures of his cars in the 80s. Ice-T's 80s cars fucking ruled. (laughs) Fucking wire wheels. What did he have? Dude, he had Mercedes with body kits on them, the Uh, Gimbala Porsches, all that weird Euro tuner shit. He had that stuff. It's wild. Had? He, he doesn't has, keep it all. Oh. No, now he still does that. He has like body kits and weird stuff on all his cars now, but they're new mm-hmm. cars now. Oh, good for him. He's got him. like a McLaren 720 with like a fucking crazy body kit on it. Okay. He, he does it. He does I need it to be friends. I need to be friends with him. He was oh so God. nice oh. and mellow. He and seems like he would be. He seems like he'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, welcome so. to the program. Thanks. I'm glad to finally have you here. It's, I know. It's a log- it was a logistical nightmare. I know. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Two busy people trying to do a schedule thing. It's, I know. Im- it's impossible. What is your schedule like? I, it, oh, I, from I nine to five, know. I play video games. Yeah, literally. From, from five to nine, <laughs> I play video games. Yeah, yeah. That's How many hours it. a day do you play video games? Honestly, I guess not as much as you'd think. Because my week changes so much, just week to week, day to day. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, outside of this, I don't know if you heard this, there was a pandemic happening. Uh, but outside Turns of, out. I know, outside of that whole thing, I'm usually convention to convention. Oh. Um, m- more so gaming, but more recently automotive. So I'm doing a lot more like auto shows and everything. Yeah. Uh, we just saw each other at SEMA. Yeah. Was that, um, how many SEMAs have you been to? That was my first. Was it your first? Yes. Oh, so please give me your, my first was like 09. Oh, what wow. Was your, okay. I want to know what your... What was your first impression, or not your first impression, but your impression of your first SEMA? My my, my impression of my first impression. Yeah, no, of I, I, the words didn't. The work. impression of SEMA. Yeah. Okay, uh, I mean, honestly, it's very. Do you know what E three is? If yeah. With it? yeah, yeah. So the E three is like how SEMA is uh, for for me to you. Right. How I I've been going since. I don't know, 2012 or 2011 or so. It's the video game trade show. It's li- Yeah, so right. it's the same thing. I feel like it's very, it's just E3 but cars. Mm-hmm. That's essentially it. But uh, Same vibe, same booths. Same vibe, same amount stuff. of sleep, same amount of <laughs> right. time. <laughs> right. Uh, and it was very in and out. Like I just wanted to, I wanted to get there, do as much as I could, see as much as I could. And then mm-hmm. it's Vegas. I want to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vegas is the worst, isn't it? it you know, it has its gems. And it is, it's a, it's always a good time, but I feel like I have to have a time restriction. For sure. I'm like 30 Three hours. Three days, two, day, two days max. Yeah, it's like yeah. a hot tub. Like yeah. no more than an hour he might die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We did four this long. week yeah. and it was, a, and by day, by, by four it was like, get me the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But, but did you, 
did you enjoy seeing the the spectrum of the aftermarket in cars? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it it you know, I didn't know what I had, what my or what my thoughts of it, what it would be going in. But once I got there, it was cool to see. I mean, they had like a Halo Warthog. Oh yeah, our um, friends built that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hoonigan, Hoonigan guys built guys. that. Yeah. yeah. Have you hung out with them before? They're amazing. They're no, amazing. I haven't. Oh, they're amazing. They're good. They yeah. know how to fucking do it. <laughs> oh yeah, the whole burnyard. Right. They, Our oh first God. SEMA was their very first burnyard in 2009. It wasn't a oh burnyard. It was just like Ken Block, honestly. <laughs> it was literally just Ken Block doing demos, <laughs> and they were like, "We should keep doing this." But they had no barriers or anything. Like no one knew what they were doing. Oh, no. So it was like, it was crazy. We were all, they were serving booze there. <laughs> yeah, I had rubber in my beer. Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. And uh, the guy with the Camaro, the skateboarder, he like lit his brakes on fire. Oh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, He's a bunch great. Of, like, random cars were like, what is this? Like but the, it was like, the these Wild guys, these, these folks are a good time. They yeah. Very well no, it was before <laughs> they were, before people were like, we should really regulate this. <laughs> Which they really haven't. <laughs> no. the, good, the good old days. Yeah. That's but that Warthog thing is like, that's real. It's a thousand yeah. real, real truck. Yeah. It drag raced our friend's twin turbo DeLorean for like 500 feet. And it was even because that thing launches so hard, but mm. then the DeLorean would have walked it at 1,000 feet. Yeah. But it's a twin-turbo, 1,000-horsepower Warthog, which is cool. That's insane. Yeah. That's that insane. DeLorean just sold on Bring a Trailer for $243,000. It's the most expensive DeLorean ever sold. It. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it had a Kia Stinger engine swap, like a twin-turbo Visa. It was a, it was really Incredible. amazing. I drove it. It was fucking great. It oh really it wasn't because it wasn't just like an engine swap. Like, mm-hmm. it worked. Mm-hmm. Like it had like chassis upgrades and Ferrari brakes and all kinds of cool shit. Oh my God. And it was done by this guy, Steve Maxwell, who was like super nerd, attention to detail, makes everything perfect. Uh, can you find it? Here, here it is. Yeah, Look at that. The oh, license wow. plate is McFlyin, which is of a really, course. really smart. If Pure you're going to do a Back to the Future license plate, gotta, McFlyin is a very good one. That is a good one. It is. Yeah. I think I saw one. There's one that you can uh, rent. I think yeah. it's on, uh, what's it called? Like Turo yes. or something like that. 100%. And it just it says out of time. Well, that's from the movie. Out of time is the plate from the is movie. Is that the actual yeah. one from the what? Well, no, 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 not no, the, no. It's not the car. The but actual the movie same. car is at the Peterson Museum. Yeah. The A car. But it's the same license the plate? plate. The plate, the out of time plate. plate. Yeah, it's not the real plate. No. Like they probably have it in the photos and they yeah, make yeah. you put up actual, they probably Aww. Velcro an actual plate on it. But but look at this motor. Like it's so clean, this engine swap. Oh my God. Zach, can you pull up a picture of the top of the engine? Because that is, look at this. Whoa. You want to talk about a clean engine swap that is it. That looks beautiful. Right? That's a $243,000 DeLorean. That is beautiful. It runs 11 second quarter mile. Goes like oh a motherfucker. Gosh, why didn't you grab this? For 243 grand. <laughs> I drove it for 20 minutes for a video. There I we reviewed go. it. That's okay. that's I'm good there. That's close enough. You had your taste. No, I don't I first off, I thought cuz I knew it was going to wow. I was going to go for auction. Mm. I thought maybe 140, 125, mm-hmm. 140. 243. Someone wanted is, that bad. Fuck yeah, they did. Wow. And they knew what they were getting mm-hmm. because to to get this dude to make that again for you, you know, would would cost probably 140, 150 and take 2 years. Right. You know, so right. get in it now. So Drive from it now. from good hands to good hands. Right. They Indeed. knew what they were getting. But what I yeah. really liked about that Hoonigan Burnyard was uh just that like at SEMA it's like a bunch of shit sitting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just sitting there. That's and so this is, is some action. Yeah. You know? It felt like there was, that was the, I think, one takeaway is that there seemed to be, I mean, there's a lot of cool cars to see. There's a lot of fun things to see, but it is very stationary. It is. There's not a lot of like interactive um, stuff like that. So that's why the Burnyard was kind of mm-hmm. extra special. Mm-hmm. 
Action like the is The only good. interaction I saw was like upstairs in the body framing, like uh, oh, fixing yeah. thing. And they were like, hey, you want to straighten a body panel? Like, yeah. I can do that. Did and you see any of that shit? SEMA is so big that you, it's really hard to see all of it. I, if you go to like certain halls, it's not like, okay, we sell wheels, we sell body kits, we sell fucking, you know, carburetors, whatever. Mm-hmm. Upstairs, it's like, oh, would you like a chassis straightener for a semi truck? <laughs> Would you like to? Would you like to mount a thirty-inch wheel on a fucking? And they're like mounting tires. Yeah. Can you believe that I missed this? Yeah, you really missed a hands-on experience. Yeah. Gosh. Like, yeah, you want to do an alignment on an eighteen-wheeler? Like, they have a machine for that. That's you could insane. buy it upstairs. What, what, were, what were you drawn to at SEMA? What did you go see, <clears throat> or were excited to see? Uh, I mean. Honestly, I just wanted to take everything that I could in. I had no idea really what to expect. Um, but I mean, seeing the uh, the V8 swap Tesla. Oh, Rich's that, car. Yeah, Rich's car. Yeah, yeah. That thing is crazy. Yeah. That thing is so. Fun. Did you see the newscast? Yes. Were so they, funny. They, <laughs> they were, were so excited and like amping up Tesla. They were like, Tesla has a very prominent presence at SEMA. And then it zooms in on the, the V8. Oh, the only V8. <laughs> That's really funny. That was so You can good. always count on the news to fuck shit up. Oh, that. that was so good. <laughs> Nobody um, checks their shit. Yeah, yeah, I love Rich. Rich is great. That, yeah. dude, that dude rules. Oh, they're so fun. Yeah. They're fun. He has a good time. I, uh, I know, but I, I think it was like day two. And I discovered that they had that um, the Vegas Loop situation oh. to go to the other hall yeah. which i had no idea yeah and uh the so tesla I, tunnel yeah. yeah so i went over went kind of a disappointment yeah. but i, well, I went cars over. driving through a tunnel that's it i thought yeah. i heard hyperloop and i'm like <laughs> nope about to go yeah. fast i'm excited for this welcome nope. to tesla over promise and under deliver every day <laughs> oh, while the stock goes up yeah that's i mean that's what happened uh but i when i when i went on that i was like oh i gotta check it out again kind of disappointed uh but then i didn't even know that that hall existed mm-hmm. but i've heard that that's a newer hall it's brand right? new west hall it's or brand whatever. new yeah we didn't set foot in there no not intentionally we just like i was it's like so oh much. there's there's more like fuck i know and then there's that apex show up the road it's a whole oh, other yeah yeah it's like a whole other thing my god that's so. It's so much. Yeah. So you were you guys pretty much kind of in the same same we zone. Were so spoiled this time. Oh. We've done we've done it where you walk everything and mm-hmm. you're lugging camera gear around and dragging pelican cases and you just hate everything. You know you're filming for nine hours hungover. We've done that. Valvoline fucking hooked it up. Yes. We had ninety minutes of work a day oh. from two to three thirty p.m. <laughs> in one place. What? Yeah, <laughs> it was fabulous. So that's why I was able to see you at the cantina at night. Yeah, we didn't have to work until fucking two the next day. It was great. Oh my god, I literally I was I was editing all like I left. I left oh my early. God, really, I was editing? editing the whole. Well, I brought a videographer with me. We were both editing. Jesus, I know. So and we and we're like, okay, well at seven thirty, you know, hard out, and then we're gonna go hang out, you know, at the eBay thing, mm-hmm. uh, and then like. 8.30 rolls around. I'm like, okay, 8.45, hard out. And it's 9. And oh I'm God, like, I've totally been just want to hit this export button real quick. <laughs> I'm almost there. Yeah. Like, let's just go. So I, I think I headed out for like 30 minutes or so. Oh, and then dude, I was back yeah. to it. Yeah. But that's, I guess that's kind of like how, you know, most conventions are. Yeah. Any, anything like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. And I'm, I'm super, I'm in it. I is will rally. Is that what rally. your E3 is like too? Oh yeah. E3, shoot, edit, shoot, edit, shoot, edit. Yeah. PAX, um, CES, yeah. anything like that is always, it's, it's a hundred percent for three to four days and then you just don't yeah those are probably are those busier for you because you have all these partnerships and like that's where you kind of had your growth 
So are you just like bouncing around to like interview and thing and uh, and technology and game and all that shit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, SEMA was, uh, you know, I was there with uh, with eBay Motors, mm-hmm. uh, and then I was also there with McGuire's. So we were doing a lot of different content. So that was actually pretty busy. But uh, yeah, E3 and PAX, I would say, are probably the busiest. Which one is PAX? I'm embarrassed to say I don't know. PAX. Uh, Penny Arcade Expo. There's oh. one in Seattle, and there's one in um, Boston, and then there's one in Texas every year. Okay. So there's three a year. Okay. Um, and then there's PAX Australia, and there's PAX um, Plug. There's a whole bunch of different. It's just like is a kind of a general. Same show that tours, or do you have to go to all of them to see new things? Um, it, it's kind of dependent on you know what's going on at the time. Mm. Like if there's a you know a different game that's coming out. Um, yeah, there we go. There's one in there's uh, a bunch. Australia. Yeah, Seattle, San yeah. Antonio, Melbourne, Philly, and then Seattle again. There's a whole bunch. Um, oh, wow. So something like that, like I'll usually have like some kind of a partnership going on. Yeah. Um, E3, you know, a couple of years ago I was doing more hosting, so it was more of a like, oh, I got to prep for this hosting thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think those are a little bit busier, more so because I'm I guess I'm more known in that space. Um, but I, I've I've really enjoyed the last couple of years because now I I have more of an opportunity to do cool variety. Yes. Variety is good. Yeah, it's yeah, just right, nice it's to good. explore all of your interests. Yeah, like yeah. obviously, I'm, I'm more known for gaming, and I've been in that space for a long time. But I've always loved cars. Did and... buying that GTR outside is was that the was that the inroads into the car thing, or did you, was it pre that? I'd say my 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 interests have been since high school. I mean, mm-hmm. I've always loved cars. I got my license as soon as I could. What did you drive in high school? Oh, I had I had a super old junkie like a Cavalier Z twenty four. Wow, the, you say Zed? You're an American who says Zed. I know. Interesting. I'm Canadian. Oh, you're Canadian. Yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why. Sorry. You're like, well, that explains a lot. That explains a whole lot of things. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I didn't know you were Canadian. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. So I, I had, I mean, it's just a shitty Cavalier with two doors. Yeah. But that they thing, were shitty. They were. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But it had a sunroof. I'm not going to argue. They were shitty. <laughs> it had yeah. a sunroof and an Autobot sticker and underglow. So and that's Autobot a whole Underglow. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so that's, that's all I needed. Glow. That's all Was it I the needed. neon tubes? Oh, street yeah. Glow? yeah. I had it, too. Did you? Wait, yeah, what did you have? Yeah, my first car. I had a Subaru Legacy GT. And in fairness, it was 1998. It was two years before Fast and the Furious came out. Oh, so I had a pre head of the game pre Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and I had four neon tubes yes. under the car. What color? Blue. Same. And okay. then I had a neon tube in the non-functioning hood scoop. Also, <laughs> that's sick. Which I actually got ticketed for. Did you know that in the state of New York, it's illegal to have blue lights uh, ahead of your windshield? I learned didn't, that. Yeah, I got pulled over that. and ticketed for that. Ah, that's, that's a, cool. apparently property of the police, exclusive ah, property. No blue, of the no red. No blue, no red ahead of your windshield. That's very Even if it's specific. underneath the car? Underneath the car doesn't count. Yeah, mm. underneath the car doesn't count. Visible, visible blue and red ahead of the windshield was a was was Big exclusive no, no. as police, an adult yeah. that makes sense but as a teenager we don't know anything yeah i mean <laughs> i got i got ticketed for that but the cop was just like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you're just like i know yeah i know i'm dumb uh, yeah what was so, your first car uh i drove my dad's 79 scout for like a year which was incredibly slow and unreliable but could go over anything as long as the engine worked and then i had a 65 pontiac with like a GTO 400 in it and transmission and stuff. And I had that for like Sick. two years. Zach drove old shit in high school. I yeah. So yeah. I didn't like turning or stopping. I didn't know that that was a thing cars <laughs> could do. What's cornering? But I thought I was really fast, which <laughs> I was not. <laughs> you thought this 15 second quarter mile that was loud as hell was real quick. Yeah. And then I got beat by a rabbit. I was like, what happened? <laughs> like, Hold on a sec. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I like physics. Uh, mass times force equals acceleration. How come I'm losing? And you were like, literally <laughs> in a Volkswagen advertisement right then. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have been a really good lesson. 
Yeah. That was my first car. But it was fun. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, listen, a hell of a lot cooler than a Cavalier, so... Yeah, but you got like a fucking sweet GTR now. Now, yeah. Yeah. Worked up to it. No, what but... was in between? Anything? Was it, it was enthusiast cars in between? Not really, honestly. I think after the Cavalier, um, I was still really young. I was like, I don't know, 17 or something, or like 18. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, you need something more practical. So more practical a... than a Cavalier? Oh, yeah. you bet. Doesn't... Cobalt. Wait. What? I'm sorry. Cobalt, baby. So you went from a Cavalier to, to a the Cavalier that they changed the name of? Yes. <laughs> Cavalier? With no, with no sunroof, no no underglow. And the and an ignition recall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what Did was you have it? a big heavy keychain that would shut the ignition off when you hit the brakes? I had one that it would fall out. Yeah. It was, yes. It was that whole yeah, problem. Yeah, that yep. that's the fucking recall. That's really cool that's on the, the highway. That's the one where people died. That's yeah. a fun one on the highway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I didn't really have anything too crazy before. The, before right before the GTR, I had a, um, I just had an Audi A4. Yeah. I didn't have anything too too crazy. I'm like, I just moved to LA. I wanted something just nicer. Audi A4. It was. I had a sunroof. I don't know. I what just, is with you in the sunroof? You're like obsessed with sunroof. Ever sunroofs. since the Cavalier. Really? I'm just spoiled. <laughs> it's, it's, it's LA. <laughs> I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like a sunroof, mm-hmm. but like. It's I, a sunroof wouldn't if you asked me to describe any of my cars like whether or not it had a sunroof wouldn't make the top fucking 10 things I would describe about the it cars. was a, it was a priority until yeah. until the GTR and then I'm like oh well guess you I'm could not be like uh, what's his name Bam Margera and just like su- fucking chainsaw a sunroof <laughs> yeah. into the roof just make one. can you imagine what people would say to me if I chainsawed a roof into a GTR you get all the likes Whoa. that's likes? like a bit that's like a bit yeah you don't think that would be a bit? I feel like people would tear me to shreds. I like I tore so. that GTR to shreds. I don't think they would as much as you think they would. Looks like I'm getting a sunroof. I think you should break out a fucking arc welder and have at it. <laughs> Just Make myself. Make yourself a sunroof. Yeah, yeah, why not? Who? Someone, someone famous. Someone made a GTR with a T-top. I'm trying to find really? it. Really? actually look pretty good. How, well, that okay, was, I, I that could be like down with a Photoshop a of a convertible. No, I thought a I just one. saw There's a convertible. Someone actually made one. It's black. Wow. I, could be, I could be down yeah, for that. T-top, that could be very interesting. That could be very cool. Did you see the Supra at SEMA with the Targa roof? No. It was so far in the back corner. <laughs> I can't believe they picked the worst place ever to stick Aww. this thing. It was in the corner, but it was a, the new Supra with a Targa roof like a Corvette. Oh, wow. It looked, no, I, I thought it. it was a nice improvement. It okay. looked pretty good. Okay. Not that into the new Supra, though. It's right. a little more, more. So I guess uh, you know in the Nissan fam. Oh, there's the. Oh wow, there's, the there's a there's wow. a it's, it's like a Roadster. Like it's got like this. Looks it's got like humps. That looks that looks. Oh. Uh, it definitely looks photoshopped. I don't know about them humps. I don't think yeah, the humps no. really do it. Car. Not with that design. I think the T-top could slap, but I don't know that about could, that. The T-top could work. Um, oh, I want to ask you, what's your uh, your thoughts on the Z? The Nissan Z. Oh, the new one? Yeah. I haven't seen one in person. Have okay. you seen one in person? There was one at SEMA. I, I missed mean, it. Again. I missed it. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much. I, it looks good in pictures. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's... A whole lot of updates underneath the bodywork. Mm. I think it's a lot of what was there before. Mm-hmm. But manual transmission, rear wheel drive sports cars are good. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And so, and I mean, look, even when the 350 came out and the 370 came out, I liked them. Mm-hmm. It's only that they made them for like 10 years before changing them at all that was like, all right, come on, like, on okay. with it. You yeah. know, but it looks promising. Why yeah. are you going to grab one? I don't know. I've been thinking about it. They look cool. They they look all right. I think my only issue was with the like the 370 or something. It just uh, it has that bubble butt. It does I have a bit of a bubble butt. I can't throw down with the bubble butt. No. But 
No, not really. But Your car I feel has a pretty enormous booty. It does. Not Your car's it, a big car. It's got a big ass, but yeah. it doesn't really have like like see how this kind of you know it it's not as rounded. I love the new tail lights. Yes, the, they're going back to old school three hundred ZX tail lights. Very cool. Very. Cool. What you should do, my friend, mm-hmm. is get a skyline. Yeah. You should just get a skyline. I know. Like because know. once you drive a skyline like a like a like a R thirty three or R thirty four, you're just kind of like oh. <laughs> well, this is this is the thing. This is everything. I know. I honestly, I want to get one that is. Um, I always forget if right hand drive. Yes. Other side. Yes. Right hand drive. Um, They're all right hand drive. Or the yeah, all of yeah. them. Yeah, um, skylines are yeah. I would love to get one that is that is right hand drive. I had a friend who uh, he's the guy who kind of takes care of the GTR. Uh-huh. Um, he he like buy imports them. Yeah. He imports a lot of skylines. Uh, and I Locally? just remember. Here? Yeah. Is it Sean? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, but he, uh, I just remember going for drives with him and then pulling up beside, being able to high five someone. Yeah. Outside. Well, well, you saw my, they sell them on the internet. This is in my California. friend, uh, wow. this is my friend Sean's place, top oh, cool. rank and they're in LA and you don't have to, you can just buy them here. Oh, that RX-7. They're cool too. And they're right. Those are right hand drive also. Oh, that's fun. So you can buy, you can, if you are willing to drive on the right side, which seems like something you might be excited for, we'll see. then you can actually save quite a lot of money. Yeah. Like, cause the right hand drive versions of shit that they sold here, like Supras and RX-7s, Mm-mm. there's probably a 30% savings to get a right hand drive one. Cause it's just a smaller market. A lot of people don't want to yeah, deal with that. I think that I'm kind of on the edge because admittedly, I never really learned how to drive manual until kind of recent. Okay. Until the last, I would say maybe two years. Oh, okay. Like very, very recent. That so, actually may be a benefit cause you don't have you habits. Think, oh, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's I, not as weird as you think. Seriously. No. Driving stick on the other side. Cause, oh, on the, the, other cause side. the, well, the pattern is the same mm-hmm. and the pedals are the same. You're just doing it with your other hand. Yeah, yeah. I guess that, that yeah, I can see how that would be a benefit too. It's not that yeah, weird. I'm not in, not stuck in a groove, right? Did you see my my wife's van downstairs? Yes, that's right hand so drive. So fun. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's from oh, Japan. It's from him. Well, that makes sense. That makes so sense. So it's automatic. Yeah. But she was very nervous when I got it for her. She was like, "Uh, I'm supposed to drive on <sighs> that side." I'm telling you, in within 20 minutes, she was like, "Oh, oh, this is no big deal." Okay. Did she? And she drove. Well, she drove manual before, or. Well, this is an automatic, so it doesn't matter. Oh, but, oh, oh. but she can drive stick a little bit. Okay. But um, when I first started doing it, driving, going from the left to the right, I was very, very nervous about it. But mm. because the pedals are the same and because the gear pattern is the same, it's way easier than you think it's going to be. That's encouraging. Yeah. That is encouraging. Yeah. Because I feel like even just being able to finally drive manual, because I, I finally made it a priority, um, even just finally being able to has opened up, I mean, obviously, so many more options. For sure. But if I can, if I can accept maybe driving on the other side. Well, just try it. Yeah, get, you like I if your if your homie has right hand drive cars, yeah, yeah. like let him make him fucking let you have a go. I should. Yeah, it's All not right. hard. <laughs> it's really not. It's 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 surprisingly uh, easy to. Tr- it would be challenging if you went to Japan. Because then, then you're now the you're doing it and you too. also have to pos- reposition yeah. the car. Yep. So if it's just the motions of your body. It's not too and bad. Then, but mentally, the rules of the road are the same. It's one less thing to think about. I was going to say, if I also had to be on the other side of the road, my God, even in an automatic, I get like messed yeah. up. So much. All you have to <laughs> tell yourself in that situation is the driver's always in the center. Mm-hmm. The driver's always in the center of the road. That helps. 
but you don't want to learn stick at the same time. No, no. I'm one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. One thing at a time for sure. But right then, here though. This could be you. Oh, this that could, be, could be me. Skyline GTR V spec <sighs> R33, very nice, potentially California legal. Potentially. <laughs> may, may or may not pass emissions, but Well, we'll you see. can do it. It's yeah. 10k. Yeah. If you want a Skyline to be California legal to pass bar. Is it just emissions or is it? It's it's bar certification. So mm. they have to do a few little modifications and then they mm. have to take it to an inspector to run some tests and blah, blah, blah. But this company does it for you. You don't That's you cool. personally don't have to do anything. That's cool. You go, I want this one and I want it to be California legal. And it takes a couple of months, but they'll do it for you. That's pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. it's like half the size of your car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually, but your car feels very big. Our it's honestly a huge. boat. Yeah, Dude, even big. just taking that on the track, like it's a boat. Yeah. I got really spoiled taking out, um, the last time I went on a track, I uh, got to take out the NSX. Oh, yeah. But I took, the new one, right? Yeah, but the problem is I took that out right before I took my car out. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> It sounds like a dumb problem, but it really ruined that for me. It really ruined the GTR on the track for me because it's just, it's so heavy. It's such a boat. Like, it, it goes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it goes, but it, not around Well, the corners. NSX <laughs> took what the GTR started, mm. you know, 10 years ago and evolved it further, right? Because the GTR has that super trick all-wheel drive system and the dual-clutch mm. gearbox and all that stuff. Well, the NSX has the infinitely variable electric front motors and... To, to do the same trick Mm-mm. so it's got that magic handling that just feels like you could do anything and it just feels so much small like the front end just goes down mm-hmm. like I could actually see over well, the hood which is cool that's mid engine yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it was just mm. so small yeah but so the GTR your R35 is weird because it's very very big outside mm-hmm. you feel very enclosed and yet on the inside there's not a lot of room yeah. I don't know how they did that no I don't know <laughs> it's impressive very, it is very impressive well to be fair trunk space Pretty big trunk. That's it. true. Big trunk. Pretty good. Very yeah. impressive trunk space. That's why there's back no passenger seat? or driver seat or driver room. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, any other passengers in the back? Not so much. Most two plus twos. It seems like that's yeah. just for insurance reasons. If you think that's bad, I have an Aston Martin for you. <laughs> that's oh, really just real. as bad. I mean, my seat is physically pressed up against the back seat. It's oh, not cool. good. Yeah, that's it's not great. Good. Yeah. See, I think that's where I get where I get a little bit lucky being a smaller human. Totally. Because I feel like the GTR is definitely not built for me, as a lot of cars aren't. Like I, I took out the um, I had the Avora GT for oh. for the week, and isn't um, that nice? Oh my god, it's so. Fun. They're it's good, so fun, but I had to have the seat pushed up in t- as far as it would go forward, and then I had to have pillows behind. Oh no, me really? Because I couldn't get the clutch in all the oh, way. Wow. Oh no! These cars are—they're not made. They're not made for me. So if I do have a passenger in the back seat, oh, at least oh there it is. Corey, hook you up with that? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Corey's a good. Corey's one. the homie. Yep. 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 Shout that out car is, that car is meant for actually tall people. It's yes. great for tall people. Oh yeah, I, I see that now. <laughs> I think is that the same car Kristen was driving? I think Kristen Lee yeah, of the Drive uh, brought that car uh, yeah. by here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know Kristen? Have you met her yet? I don't think so. She's the her... executive editor at thedrive.com. No, I don't think She's so. Great. You would like her. Oh, I just want yeah, I want to meet more ladies in the car space. Yeah, yeah. She she rules. There's there's a bunch. Oh, yeah, there, there's a bunch. Uh, my friend Alanis, my friend Devin, a bunch of them. Uh, uh, they write for Jalopnik or the Drive and, cool, cool. and uh, good people. But I understand what you mean about uh, not that car is actually bad for short people. Yeah, it is. It is not made yeah. for me at all. As soon as I went, I was so stoked. I'm like, oh, I get this Lotus, blah blah blah. I'm super excited. Uh, and then trying to make adjustments so that I could at least just get it out of the garage. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was not good. It Once you had the good. pillows going, though, it drove nice, right? Though it it drove nice. Yeah. Yes. You didn't drive so nice. D- mm. <laughs> 
Do we have to worry about the clutch in that car? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it's a lot. Um, yeah, it was a lot of effort just trying to actually push it down all the way. What are your vibes on uh, racing Sims? Do you fuck with racing Sims so much Ooh. or not really? I'm, I'm, definitely a, I'm definitely a Forza lady. Uh-huh. Definitely a Forza lady. Although I haven't, I'm more on the side of something like Forza than I am on the side of something a little bit more real, like uh, that leans more into the sim, right? Rather than like an open world explorative, just you know, Forza messing Horizon. Around. Yes, Forza Horizon, I as opposed to Motorsport. <laughs> I love Horizon. Uh, have so you played fun. the new one? No, I haven't. I'm excited Ooh. to though. Is it awesome? That's so good. Is it? Got to make some time. Really? It's really fun. I'm addicted. The last one, four, was great. Yeah, it was I fantastic. Really loved it. Yeah. Oh, what was your garage in that? Oh God, I don't remember? remember. I don't really remember. I I just like. When we used to be sponsored by Forza, oh, fun. and they and they gave us like what a ten billion dollars or whatever it was <laughs> to they stocked the garage with money, mm-hmm. so I would just buy anything I felt like it. So I had like Formula One cars and shit. It was very silly. Yeah, we had a smoking tire car pack too for a while. Oh yeah, Did we had a car really? pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah cool. it was neat. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I get a new one in this one. When they launched Forza, they uh, they had me go. They did a Forza Horizon in real life, so they had they put me and uh, this video gamer dude from Smosh. <gasps> Wait, um, do you remember who it was? Yeah, it was Josh Ovenshire. Yeah, yeah. I know Joven. Yeah, yeah. sweet guy. Yeah, really he was nice. a great one. They they put they put car people and video game people together in cars. So me and oh, him road tripped around Europe in an R8. That's like so a week. fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was, he, he was he was great. I really enjoyed. I got I got very lucky with the company I had because some of the other teams was like, oh, I'm glad that's not my car. Oh no! But um, it also, was neat. They had us like recreate Forza things in in real life, kind of. That's fun. I know. Cute. I think being able to to recreate the GTR and how in depth you can get with the paint. Yeah. Like I made it look exactly like my wrap. And oh, but in like, uh, have you ever played Assetto Corsa? No, I've heard of it. It's but, one of the Sims. It's yeah, very yeah. you know realistic. It's a little but, more realistic. But I guess. I guess people, I don't. I guess they're they're called mods, but they're mm. like this dude who goes by Phoenix has recreated the Angeles National Forest perfectly. Oh, that's like cool. beautifully, and so. You know, I can like at home get drunk and like drift my my old Lamborghini in the Angeles Forest from Stakes the safety. Stakes are a little lower. Yeah, are a little lower. Yeah, and he just launched a PCH one, which is like fifteen oh, miles of fun. PCH, and it's amazing. It's beautiful. That's incredible. I know they have a lot of like really legendary tracks on there yeah. too. Like somebody did all of Laguna Seca, and yeah, I, I need to try That's it amazing. out. I really need to try it out. Do you have a favorite genre of game? That's a good question. I'm kind of all over the place. I was like, how do you start? How does one start being like, I'm going to be a professional <laughs> gamer? Well, I don't think I, I don't think I have ever aspired to be, or am even close to a professional. Well, fine, but... <laughs> maybe I used the wrong words, but yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to be As, video like, like game media, or a, you know, just have that be like your your life. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just kind of stumbled upon it. I mean, I've always loved video games. Uh, I mean, obviously, been playing games since I was a little, a little babby. But uh-huh. uh, I originally wanted to make video games. Oh, so I went to college for um, game development. Oh. I learned uh, coding, like how to program, uh, and then I actually started to go to PAX. That was kind of my main intro into into this whole world. Being like, I just wanted to meet developers and be like, what are you doing, and how can I do that, and what do I need to get to where you are, and just kind of like see what people are doing out there, and kind of just get my name out, being like, hey, I, I program stuff. I I'm in my room a lot, um, and <laughs> I actually ended up meeting people who were uh, creators, 
who are YouTubers and streamers. And what I year am, are we talking about? This is like 2012. Okay, so this, so this yeah. is early so YouTube, on. Early, but YouTube is fully oh, a yeah. thing at this point. I would yeah, say, yeah. yeah, YouTube early on, or YouTube kind of, yeah, more fleshed out, but this is kind of like earlier Twitch days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had obviously heard of YouTube and people, you know, making videos. I watched some people, but I had never really heard of Twitch. I had never heard of, I'm like, people want to watch people live streaming video games. Right. Uh, flash forward to my dad saying that, like, six years later um but yeah. uh or any media interview <laughs> well i know i mean but, i dude, as i you know i'm about to be 40 and so i liked playing like n64 you know mm-hmm. eight player uh golden eye with my friends you know what i mean were you that asshole that would use odd job all the time no or? oh thank god no but i did okay, like I'm, slappers I'm amongst... only okay all I right i did like slappers only okay. we can but i never liked watching other people play i liked playing mm-hmm. but i was like watching other people play sucks i'll be outside call me when it's my turn and so when people started getting into twitch i was like you can't be fucking serious <laughs> that people are really into watching other people play, but they yeah. are. Yeah, because it's it's funny because it's more than just like, I'm just going to watch this person mess around in Fallout or play, you know, Call of Duty or something. You kind of watch people for different reasons. I mean, a lot of people are just really fucking good. And mm. you're like, what, are you, what is your secret? Um, but or it's just a kind of a personality thing. Like if people just enjoy you and enjoy your community sure. and they have friends that they see uh, the same people in chat all the time, like it's just a community. And it's nice to be able to just hang out and I don't know, play whatever. And just, I don't know. It's so, interesting. Some of the streamers are really funny and quick witted. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they raced, I think they played a seto against some of the F1 drivers. Like on Oh, the sim. that's fun. And some of the streamers were talking the whole time while the F1 drivers were like super focused and serious. <laughs> but then when the racing got really, really good, even the streamers shut up because they were like battling Daniel Ricardo or whoever it was. <laughs> it was really interesting to see that like the different comfort levels because one are used to talking and just fucking around and making jokes all mm-hmm. the time. And the other guys are like, I'm winning this. I so yeah, so the, the game is just the context in order for you to connect with the personality. Basically. Yeah, in, in some, yeah, in a lot of instances, yeah, uh-huh. too. But also, it is cool to see kind of a clash of worlds, too, where there is a lot of, uh, like, F1 drivers who are streaming. Like, I know Lando Norris streams, mm-hmm. and there's a handful of other people. Yeah. Uh, so it is cool to kind of see the, the you know, clash of worlds. Like, the I younger guess. generation of drivers, I think they either, they know it's important mm-hmm. to, to play Sims, or that's how they got into driving, and, like, that got them into the professional world of actual cars. But yeah. it's like... Because the, it's just a growing, growing thing. My Farker, my Farker, my friend Parker Kligerman started a iRacing league called like the Firecracker 400, which is mm-hmm. all NASCAR. And like five years ago, it was like the purse is $200. And then last year, it was like $40,000. Like it is Dang. growing and becoming a real league. Wow. And the driving's getting really, really intense. And it's like <laughs> this is a new kind of entity in the racing uh, world. That's cool. And he started like on sim racing. He came up as a um, not real driver. He came up in. He is a real. He's a NASCAR driver. I mean, he's a yeah. NASCAR driver. Yeah. He came up in cars, Mm-mm. but then he's a little bit younger than us, and he also I think just was driving Sims, and they do a lot of testing in Sims for NASCAR teams, and he kind of saw the writing on the wall, and he's like, I, I do this. Why not be involved in this other way? It just makes sense. Yeah, he's yeah. like a team owner of a versatile team, but yeah, you know, it's real money. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. no, it's huge. I feel like it's yeah. more of like the if you're if you're watching someone who's already known it seems more mm. obvious to me but like i don't know I, I guess it's just i guess it's just my age it could just be my age it could just be my i don't know grumpiness or something <laughs> but like i just find it i find it difficult to like if i'm if i seek uh, entertainment it's i want to like 
I want to like watch someone do something I can't be doing myself. Mm-hmm. Even if they're doing it really well. Like even if they're like awesome at this game, I kind of am like, well, I could just play that game too. Right. I want to see someone doing some shit that like helps me that like I, I can't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I me, mean, I guess. Somebody who are uh, I used to watch early on, uh, a lot of people that I would watch would be speedrunners. People would speedrun uh, like Zelda games. People would speedrun uh. Mario games or um, like older SNES games. Or it's and, like I beat Super Mario Brothers in like six minutes, yes. kind of thing, right? And like that was fascinating. Sure. Because then you kind of see their whole process, and you see, you know, if they didn't get the right time on a certain part, it's like the stakes were higher, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like you're watching, like it's a it's a competition of one. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool to watch. But okay. again, like there's so many different things that you can watch on Twitch, and it's not all you know gaming and stuff like that too. So. So when, were, when did you when did you switch from oh this is interesting to like I'm gonna do that when I could almost pay my rent ah uh, right 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 because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I started um you know I started live streaming and then I'm like wow people are actually hanging out here mm-hmm. what the hell uh, and then it would you know I was still in school at the time so I would be um, taking classes in the morning and then I would work part time during the day and then I come home at night and it was kind of like my winding down. I'm like, cool, I can just like fuck around and play League of Legends and people actually want to hang out and like they're coming back every night. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Um, but then I, shortly after I ended up getting partnered on Twitch and then I'm like, okay. And people actually wanted to support me because they had been around since the beginning. Um, and then when was I got to- that all to, of a sudden like checkbox clicked and then money in? Pretty close. I yeah. mean, it kind of, it took a little bit, but I, since I already had kind of people that were, were regular watchers and regularly invested and, you know, part of my community- um, it just made sense. Uh, I got to a point where I, I was looking at my paychecks from, I think at that time I was working at um, the Canadian version of Radio Shack uh-huh. called The Source. Yeah. Um, so I know I know a lot about batteries. Um, nice. But <laughs> I was working there and I was looking at my check coming in from that versus what I was getting from Twitch. Right, right. And I'm like, man, if I just did this 100%, yeah. like I could really, this could really be a thing. Yeah. I could just play video games. And uh, and then, yeah, I just took the leap. I quit my job. And, then, and how long did it take for you to actually ma- manifest that? Like, was it basically instantly? It was pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I started to realize that I was, like, making, you know, I was making enough. Yeah, I, had, yeah. I had, like, a cheap Canadian apartment, but I was making enough no, no, to but pay still, for like, it. But, like, if you said, look, if I quit my retail job mm-hmm. and did this for twice as many hours, I could at least cover that. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, did that happen basically right away? Yeah. 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 That's good math. Yeah. It was because I just, I had the extra time. And I could finally, put, you know, <laughs> yeah. I could finally, you know, put, put uh, give it some legs. Yeah. And then how long until your parents took you seriously? Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, last when year, you bought, yeah, you bought yeah. your dad a cobalt. Yeah, yeah. I you a cobalt. that was a <laughs> full circle, right. baby. It's, yeah. not, it's not that Cavalier money yet. It's not close. yet. No, no my parents up. didn't understand what the fuck I was doing until they came to visit me in LA, and a fan uh-huh. stopped me on the street, <sighs> and they were like, "You're in Los Angeles," and someone just asked to get a picture with you on the street, like, and it was huge. like, "Oh shit!" Like that—that's actually a real. That's a. Real, yeah. That's when they finally were like, "Oh." <laughs> You're not fucking around, are you? No, it's a not. real thing. I yeah. know. I think my dad. My, I mean, my dad's like seventy-two or seventy-three. Uh-huh. He's he's kind of an older yeah, mine, dad. Mine's about that. Yeah. So he just you know he's like, oh, you do video game stuff. Oh, that's cool. Like he's super that's supportive, cool. but like I don't think fully understands it. But yeah. 
Um, What's the line from Boiler Room? Wait till you're making their fucking Lexus payments. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, he again, he's always been really supportive. And actually, um, a lot of the reason why I got into cars, I mean, he you know taught me how to drive really young. He's did always he have been, a cool car. Yeah. What did he have? Uh, Cavalier Z24. Yeah, Z24 <laughs> baby. Fucking mint. I can't get over that he was like, you need a more practical <laughs> car than this Cavalier. Cobalt. Here's a Cobalt. Because I was looking at both of the pictures. Like they're so the same. Here's the same car. <laughs> <laughs> just significantly less cool. Yeah. <laughs> you forget. You know, um, yeah, it wasn't a Z. It wasn't a Z34, was it? It wasn't the Cobalt no. SS, was it? No. Regular ass Cobalt. Regular Cobalt, no sunroof. <laughs> um, Canadian spec. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he. What was his cool car? Then? Oh man, when I before I was born, uh, he had um, he had three different cars. He had two old Corvettes, and then he had an old E-Type. Oh. He had like a '71 XKE. Ooh, wow. And then, really a cars that shaped like penises guy, huh? Yeah, really yeah. loved lo- elongated <laughs> cars. Long schnoz. Yeah. Yeah. Very long Well, those are, I mean, those are, that's good cars, though. Yeah. Old school Corvettes and an E-Type, those are oh, good cars. Yeah, he was, I mean, cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. Although, I, I do feel like I always have this residual guilt, because shortly after I was born. Uh-oh, here yeah, it comes. Had to he make, sold the cars. He sold well, you know what to do, right? I got to get him an E-type. You have to get him a car now. I've already been looking this yeah, year. Yeah. Have you? I told myself if I was in a position where I could, that it's Super it's cool. top of That's my yeah, priority. Yeah, you should. Like the yeah. GTRs paid off. I'm like, I'm I'm in a good position. Yeah, yeah. That would so be a very been, nice thing. I've been looking for one. Um, it is tough to find one uh, that's in like really good condition. E-types I mean, are expensive. Especially not, this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah it and it's not getting better. No. So I'm like, I, I said, I'm like, anything under 100K? Anything? That's a big, um, that's a big number. Yeah. So even for an E type, that's I a big know. number. Yeah, yeah. But maybe, a, maybe a Corvette. Yeah, maybe a Cobalt. <laughs> maybe a Cobalt. <laughs> that would be funny if you bought him a Cobalt. That'd be kind of that's a video. Color. That's a bit. Buying my dad the same Buying car. Buying your dad your car, the car he bought you. They're like, Dad, I just want to, I need, you need something practical. I bought my dad the car he bought me. <laughs> oh my God. What if I get him the car that I bought myself? What if I get him a GTR? See, well, I know. I, I like the car that he bought you better. <laughs> I mean, match. as a Canadian, you must remember the Tom Green Slutmobile. Do you remember that bit? I remember Tom Green. Don't remember the Slutmobile. So it's one of the maybe I watched that one out. Great, great. This was like from early. Tom Green was so fucking funny when Tom Green came to America. I was I was like fucking mind blown. He his dad had this terrible Honda Accord, like really old and really just sad Honda Accord, and he took it and he and he had he had. He had his friend paint this like lesbian butt eating scene on, uh, on the hood. You're like, here, and dad. He, he was like, here, dad. I did this thing for you. <laughs> and, what did he and say? And his dad was just, you know, his dad was just like defeated uh, and walked to the bus stop. And Tom drove the car no. to the bus stop where there's like 20 people. He's like, Dad, how come you didn't want to drive your slut mobile to work? Oh, no. <laughs> it's just really oh, funny. no. <laughs> I'm not really sure it's aged well, but it was well, when I was you know, 15. That was the funniest was, thing I've ever seen on television. Yeah, yeah, a little, little different now. But you should buy your dad a Cobalt. I know, like the mintest mm-hmm. Cobalt you could fucking like this, find. I think mine was an '09. Yeah. So yeah, I got to get the same year, Fi- same perfect. color. Exactly. It was that that weird turquoise, like blue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that's um, a General Motors hallmark. That's a v- <laughs> That color. I know that color. Yeah, very, very well. staple in the GM family. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. 
I think that's it. I think that's the move. It's that's way it. cheaper than an E-Type. It's like, Dad, listen, <laughs> I was looking for an E-Type, but and I you, hope you can settle. People like, but I wanted life to be better for you than for me. I heard the E-Types are very unreliable, so I got you this. So, <laughs> got you to get in the practical car. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got it on eBay Motors. There we go. Right? That's, there we go. I mean, that could be an eBay Motors project. The E-type you. or the, the cobalt? E- well, the E-type, okay, if you okay. wanted to make it more, a little more heartfelt. Yeah. That could be, if you if you got an E-type and had it restored a bit or, mm-hmm, up, you mm-hmm. know, worked on with some parts from eBay Motors, that could be a thing. That would be cool. Yeah. I know. I think we had kind of tossed around maybe doing some kind of a build because, yeah. I mean, I have a couple ideas I would love to do. But uh-huh. but then I feel like this E-type thing is really stuck. And uh, Wow, that one's $30,000. Buy it now. Oh, wow, some of these it. are fucking cheap. Some of these must be disasters. I know. It's so concerning. <laughs> oh, so it was uh, that um, sort of white color. The right off-white? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Well, and, and also it, it really depends. Like like certain you know years are way, way more valuable than other ones mm-hmm. and certain trims and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So like you could find one. That's like it. that That's one has the, one. The, the heinous U.S. front bumpers on it. I was going to say minus whatever is yeah, happening the, in the, the front. the tumors on the front. Oh, no. <laughs> the United States really has a way of ruining <laughs> Oh my god! I know. I remember seeing. uh, This one's an automatic too. That's why it's like six dollars. Yeah, that's it. Nobody wants those. I remember going to the. uh, Is it the Galpin Vault? Yeah, they had a. I can't remember what was it. Oh, it was a super legera. Uh-huh. Uh It was like that gr- the emerald green. Is it Q spec? Is like their internal. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Q. It was yes, like the, the Aston. It was Q spec. Uh-huh. It was like one of one color, one of one everything, and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like that car was mint. It was beautiful. It was. It, I mean, right before um, the new James Bond film came out, right. of course, and everything, and then you walk around to the back. Oh, at the, with around the license and you plates. You see the nubs, right. and you're like. You know, where, you know who yeah. did it the Shave worst is the yeah. uh, the Shir- the Bugatti Chiron. No, which has these. They're I mean they're giant. They're like this. It's like this coming off the back. No, they're heinous looking. Yeah, that's so disappointing. This US one's spec, a man- baby. This one's a manual. The sixty k okay. little yellow, but they do sell paint on eBay. Oh, Pale see, he had, he had the uh, the convertible right at the mm. top. The, uh, the coupe is very sexy coupe. though. The coupe yeah. is good. Yeah, I mean, I understand wanting the convertible. But if the, the convertible is... is not dick-like enough for you in yeah. terms of the profile, <laughs> the coupe is for you. It's very... I totally, like, there's a guy who rolls one around my neighborhood, though, oh, and really? every time I see him, he looks happy as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want to give that to my dad. Yeah. That's I a really nice thought. I want him to be happy as fuck. It is. My dad oh, had a see. 1972 Pontiac GTO, and I'm trying to, oh, trying to get God. him in, get one of those for him. But, you know, everybody's... It's hard because they're objectively shit boxes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not good. And uh, You're like, Dad, you need something more reliable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a few cars in mind. <laughs> Let me get you a Cobalt. <laughs> 129K. I know. Yeah, see, Series 2, right color, Euro That's bumpers, it. That's it. manual, probably restored, 130 grand. But there's a huge spread. That's a big, It's yeah. a huge spread because mm-hmm. we saw them for 30K. That's what I'm saying. It's a big They're spread. They're such a big... You know, like even if if even if he wanted, I, maybe we should look at Corvettes. Yeah, I feel like Dad. What years? Cool. Do you remember what years his Corvettes it were? It was around the same. Seventies. All of his was like anything he had was like late sixties, early seventies, uh-huh. or like mid seventies. I mean, those are very cool. Mm-hmm. The late sixties, like sixty-eight to seventy-one, is like mm-hmm. a that's a great year for the vets. That's what he had. They drive like tractors, but they look amazing. <laughs> Seriously, you can find them with big cool engines that drive. Kind of okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it was a 71 fully restored 40K. Wow. 
Yeah, see, much more reasonable. This is so much more practical. <laughs> These things look awesome. They do. They look so good. They do. They're, they're uh, very, very pretty. Get one with an LS swap, for oh real. Oh, my gosh. And then it'll work, and it'll sound good, and go fast. Mm-hmm. And it won't stop. But that's, <laughs> that's what cool. It will not stop at all. You will just all. go into the sunset and be happy as hell. <laughs> yeah, <And> that's <laughs> exactly. That's what counts. Uh, yeah. That would be really cool. I know. I feel like he's just, he's gushed so much about the E-Type mm-hmm. that I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we can but, work it but, out. I feel like we're a dealership now. Like, well, we could find something that works for you. And then it's <laughs> no, like, we find a body off the frame. Like, our friend eBay Motors can fix it. Definitely. <laughs> this whole podcast just turned into an ad, but that's. Well, you know, yeah. they, they, we just did, we were just in Texas for a week. We went straight from SEMA to Texas. Which is insane. To, to film a series that, I mean. It went. It actually. I, I haven't seen the edit because mm-hmm. our, our editor is working on it. But the production aspect of it went really well. Cool. We had a reasonable production schedule. Wow. With reasonable expectations for what could happen during a day. What is uh, that? I don't know. But <laughs> I don't fucking, know how we did it. It either. worked out. I'm impressed. It was. It was great. We wow. rented racetrack. We rented a rally school. Very cool. Which, if you haven't been to rally school, can't recommend it highly enough. Oh, that sounds like so you much really fun. You really should. Sliding cars around the dirt. Handbrake. Oh, I mean, see, so good. I feel like I've done. I've gotten like a little taste of stuff like that. Um, where I've done like the the Porsche Experience Center. Mm-hmm. I've done like the BMW school. Um, we did like a Lexus, the Lexus Performance School. Mm-hmm. So I've done those. But I feel like just being able to like let loose. They're and good do, tastes. Like a whole, you know. Yeah, but but what Rally School will teach you is like the benefits of weight of weight transfer and mm-hmm. how you can make a car rotate beyond you know, the limits of grip and you're doing it on dirt. So mm-hmm. it's safer and you're sliding around. So we went here, like, this is rally ready. Is it in those giant, like the big rally cars, like the big uh, tro- like trophy truck kind of thing? No, they do it in no. Subarus. Oh, WRXs okay. That's and stuff. fun. Yeah, cool. yeah. Because I remember going, uh, uh, what's it called? In Vegas, Speed oh, Vegas. Devor, Vegas off-road experience? No, it was uh, it was at Speed Vegas. Uh-huh. And they just did in like these big trophy trucks, they had kind of an off-road oh. section. Yeah. Um, and I am not very good at manual. I am horrified. That thing is huge. And I remember like hitting ramps and you just see sky. What? I want to go there. Where's yeah. that? Fun as hell, right? Vegas. You just see sky and then you, you don't see where you're going to land. And you just kind of hope that there's dirt there. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if if I actually knew what I was doing, that would have yeah. been so much more. Well, fun. you don't see at, at the <laughs> rally school. You're looking at the ground. Yeah, 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 You can see the ground the whole time. It's okay. There we and go. And I recommend yeah. we recommend this rally was, ranch. Yeah, it was great. Ah. Uh. So we used uh, we used that whole left side. Uh, we used, and then the right side had a bunch of horses that I played with, and became friends oh, wait. with. I saw those photos, and I yeah, was like, "Me where? with the horses." I was like, "Where is he with horses?" There, there's horses that live there. This is the best place on earth. Cool. And the next day, I went back. Like, we only brought like four carrots, and Aww. so they like four of the horses were super about Stumps. me, and the other four were like, "Um, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And so the next day I went back with 12 carrots and 12 apples. Aww. And the horses went batshit. <laughs> they were like, they were all up in my business Aww. trying to get the bag out of my hand. You they made were, a lot of friends. I made a lot of friends. I Aww. love horses. Did you name any of them? I think they probably already had names, so you I didn't. Can, you can pick your own. I didn't. A stray dog did show up while we were there. Was Aww. the dog? Was that dog still there? Yeah. That they, they shepherd? What happened? It and it slept on the bed that night, and then they fed it. 
And it's basically the shop dog. And now it lives there. Yeah. Uh, they introduced it to tennis balls because it was playing with rocks. And they're like, do you want to try a tennis ball? And it was like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, You're yeah. like, I have a suggestion. So <laughs> Yeah, this is a version 2.0 of, of being fetch. So sadness alert. I'm going to say uh, something very sad. Apparently, we learned this. People in the Austin area, which is where mm-hmm. that's rally school is mm-hmm. in Austin, go like 30 miles outside of town and abandon dogs. Aww. Apparently, this happens. It's very sad. And a bunch of these dogs, sooner or later, make their way to the rally school. Aww. And they show up. They just show up. They just walk in the fucking door. Do they take care of them? Yes. Yeah. They take them in and they and they try to find homes for them. Oh, that's So nice. that's like a thing they do. But there's a few that still live there. So literally, while we're there, uh, we're in the shop filming something, and this fucking German Shepherd just walks in the door. And he's you're like, like, hello. Hey. <laughs> And, and he's like, "Hello, I live here now." And they kind of like, you know, they approach slowly, and and okay, it's it's wandering around a little bit. It's like kind of like lapping the shop and whatever. Mm-hmm. Zach and I go out to film, go back in the shop like an hour and a half later, and this dog is passed out on the back seat of a car. That's they're working on a car, and the back seat's out of oh. it on the ground, and the dog is just fully passed out on it. Oh. And so then, like I see, like an hour later, they're like playing fetch with it. And then by the end of the day, it was like, so this dog uh, just lives here now? And they're like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. I guess so. <laughs> and Zach stayed to go to the school and we were done filming to do mm-hmm. the two-day class. And mm-hmm. I guess Still it there. actually does live there. there. So they might adopt that one. But they do, they have a nonprofit called Rally Rescue that's part oh, that's of the so rally cool. school. So they had, you know, an area, because they were getting so many dogs that they would like put them there and then they'd find people to foster them or they would bring them to the vet or whatever. Um, right now, I guess it's closed because some dogs last week had Parvo. Oh, and you can't hard. use that yeah. area for like a year because Parvo lives on the ground for a year. <gasps> but there's still, you know, dogs wander on there and they'll bring them to the vet or take them to a shelter or something like that. Aww. So like they're, they're the best people in the world that work there. I so, mean, yeah. what a what a heartbreaking scenario to be in. I know. Especially when you're so far out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's awful. But I, I mean, they've... I'm I sorry mean, for the downer, but no, this but dog they've, just showed up. And they've they done a lot in. of good with it. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. So if anybody wants a very cute German Shepherd, Aww. I think it's like a two-year-old or some something like that male. There you go. Um, that knows how to sit and fetch. And, with, uh, rocks. With, with rocks. With rocks, yeah. no less. Uh, so, yeah, we oh, recommend no. Rally School. That sounds, so, highly, that sounds really fun. Highly, mm-hmm. yes. I'm going to have to. Mm-hmm. That'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. What are your, uh, you said do you have, uh, without, you don't have to give too much away if you don't want, but what are some mm. of your ideas for project cars? Oh, gosh. Honestly, I would just love anything that's like, I'm such a sucker for early 90s boxy pop-up headlights, like an old MR2 mm-hmm. or, gosh, I don't know. I, I thought about like a like a 300ZX, but I'm like, that's a long car. Oh, you mean like the old one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. That's a long, I know. I don't want those. <laughs> You're not, they're not I know. good. You're way better off just oh. getting a Skyline. I know. Just buy a Skyline. Pop-up they're- headlights. I get it. I know. I'm such a sucker. I get it. Overrated. I have cars with pop-up <gasps> headlights. So they, sorry. I also overrated. agree with Zach. I have cars with pop-up headlights, and I think they're overrated. What? Yeah. When you open them, the entire shape of the car changes, and I think it ruins it because <gasps> you have this nice, smooth line, and that's what they designed it for. Uh-huh. And then you pop up these headlights, and it's just like someone dropped a brick on the front of the car. And like, I'm going to leave this here for a second while I go in the store. And like, what the fuck just happened to the profile of this Aston Martin or Ferrari or anything? I do not like them. Uh, yeah. I do not like them. But you can make them wink. <laughs> what? Just saying. You can do that. All you need is your bulb on one side of the car to go out. And the car <laughs> it's kind of loose. Yeah. Yeah, you leave it a little loose and then the wire hit a, a bump. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm t- I take it that you're not a fan of eyelashes either. Oh, I actually God. think those are kind of fun. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> we just found out Zach is pro on. eyelash? Uh, no, when I see them, I'm like, you know what? That person's having fun with their car. And a lot of times, I the people it. that have them, their car sucks. It's <laughs> I mean, super dull. It's like, always like a juke or like yep. a... It's yeah, a beetle. You know, something the like that. beetle yep. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you know like, where you don't see them? Bentleys. You know where you don't see them? <laughs> GTRs. Very true. True. Have you? I if you put I'm, eyelashes I'm on just, a GTR, it would look like like a Karen. Really angry, really angry white lady. On the hoop or on the hood, it kind of has like the little vents. It looks angry. The little angry eyebrows. Lamborghini Miras have permanent eyelashes. That's true. They're like that's like built in. It's like a design feature. That's true. Yeah, no other car really has the permanent lash like that. Wow. So you know what I want for Three million dollars. Yeah, you have a Mira. (laughs) See, Mira's got lashes. You need to to zoom in. You get to really look at that eyeliner. It's got proper lashes. Eyeliner. That's that's true. Right. That's cool. They are pretty. That's fun. Yeah. That looks like a lot That's of the fun. smoky eye on that one. It's yeah. like a different year, 68. It's the yeah. emo phase. <laughs> right. That's very true. It's okay. What's the most emo car? Oh, man. I th- I'd say that's pretty up there. Whichever car tries to kill itself. I, I feel like... <laughs> what has really bad like safety if, ratings? <laughs> I feel like, vol- like, Volvo, like Volvo wagons, but like 20-year-old Volvo wagons oh. are, pretty, are pretty emo. I need a visual... Need a like visual a Volvo on this. 740 GLE. Oh, like a sad, a big heavy like wood panel. Are you talking wood panels? Volvo no. never did wood. No, but like like that. Oh, like okay. That kind of Volvo. I see. Like an early '90s you Volvo. You know, I don't think that's that's just depressing. Well, that's well, I guess that's that what emo is. The same, yeah. Emo is a combination of depressing and pride. That's the car that <laughs> takes you to the show. <laughs> that's what this encapsulates. <laughs> yes, I'm sad, and I need you to know it. Uh, what color? That I feel like the the like off gray. Yep. That, yeah. Or even the brown. I like the brown. The off a gold worse. brown's pretty yeah. bad. But this is a car your parents gave it to you, and you hate your parents, but mm-hmm. you're using the, their car to drive to the show where you sing the song about how. No, you No, it's going to be the Volvo <laughs> Cross Country First Gen. You know the Volvo the Volvo Outback. Mm. Lifted gray cladding, but like aged. You know what I mean? Like the XC uh, V. Was it V seven? I think it'd be something that's just very. They still make it, so all the pictures are new. We need need an we need old elder one. We need an old one, like nineteen ninety (laughs) eight. Yeah, give me, give me. Yes, that one. Oh hell yeah! That's what all the emo kids were driving. Absolutely. Yes, because it, was, it wasn't just handed down from your parents. It was handed down from the parents to the older brother mm-hmm. who then, then fucked it up and now to you. And then was, you get it. I was yeah. trying to think of which car would have the personality that would be an emo car. That's uh, what Like I was, in the movie cars. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Hmm. Like a Fiat because it's like very temperamental and kind of breaks down a lot. <laughs> they're slack, they're black, just sad soft in, top. in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What's Fiat the... 500 is just a sad. The Fiat 500L or oh. 500X is like probably are... the saddest car. <laughs> What's like the, uh, is it the juke that kind of looks like a praying mantis? Like a frog. It's it's frog-like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know about praying mantis, but that's, that's oh, the Oh, the juke. eyes. Yeah, the eyes kind of look like a praying mantis or something. It's, it's, it's frog-like. Yeah. You know what's weird about the juke? It drives Everything? a lot better than it looks. What? Seriously. Did you I ever imagine. see the juke art? The, you know, they, no. You know, Nissan uh, built, uh, I think it's eight. So see these, these crazy black ones? Oh, my one? gosh. There's okay. a GTR <gasps> under that. That's a that's a Juke GTR with that's a GTR incredible. powertrain and the GTR like interior. Oh my gosh! They built eight and they're re- they were really expensive. I think they were like a million dollars. Seriously, quite who hard to drive. Who owns these? Russians. And how? I was gonna say, Russians how do I befriend them? Uh, well, find a way. You're not gonna like it though. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Does it have like the carbon fiber interior and everything? Yeah, yeah, the whole shit. Oh it's my the whole God. shit. There are GTR wheels, the GTR interior, that's... GTR full GTR powertrain. 
And then some company, I forget what the company was, but uh, but some some car, uh, oh, some company God. did some fakies of it too. They did some like. Uh, you know, non non sanctioned whatevers, but yeah, they did it. Oh my gosh! This article must be old because up up to twenty three totals were built, but uh, they actually only built eight. Wow. Yeah. Very. Specific. But it's a real thing. Wow. You could do that. You could project car that. I bet you there's enough like crashed fucking GTRs out there now that a shop could probably build you that for a kind of reasonable amount of money. Like just throw throw something in a juke, like an yes. actual juke. Yeah, yeah, just buy a juke and buy a GTR and make them into one car. <sighs> eBay Motors, baby. I don't know if I, I like imagine that. a you don't GTR like that? with a shorter wheelbase, like a foot shorter. I don't. That would be very scary. It'd be very fun. Very, very scary. fun <laughs> on a Jim Connor course. <laughs> it'd be very fun. I think it'd be awesome. Oh no! Be a good time. What else could I put a GTR engine in? What else would be fun? Uh, well, the Forsberg uh, and his drift team puts them in 370Zs. Okay, I mean that makes sense though. Yeah. But what's like outside of the box? Something complete? Oh, you could go. I mean, you could put one in a 300ZX. <laughs> that would be some shit. <laughs> That would be, be wild. You'd twist the fucking chassis like a pretzel. The T-top <laughs> chassis with a GTR engine. Oh, my God. It Ooh. would last very, very short. Put one in a third-gen uh, Corvette. Oh, okay. Now that the would be, be subversive. Be fast. <laughs> like, remember in, like, Fast in Tokyo Drift when they put the, uh, the was it a supermotor or a Skyline motor? Supermotor, right? I think it was RV26. It was a Skyline motor in the, in the 69, 66 Mustang? Oh, don't remember that. Yeah, it was in Tokyo Drift at the end oh, when man. he races DK. He's got a Mustang that's got like some Japanese powertrain in it. Oh, hell Either yeah. a Supra or a yeah RB twenty RB twenty six Skyline engine. Oh, okay. So you could put you could put a GTR engine in a in a uh, second or uh, third gen Corvette. That could be cool. That could be cool. That could be really cool. Actually, That'd be really fun. You'd really anger some fucking Hawaiian shirt old people. <laughs> anger a lot of people I yeah. think what, what I, in <laughs> cars in, in cars if, mm-hmm. if I have like an opinion on car like I've had opinions on cars that people get really really mad about which have, I want to put a post-it note in and hear your spiciest take but anyway oh when I shat on the 2010 Camaro the redesigned the one from Transformers uh, when it came out in 2010 I shat all over it and it was not good not well received not well received okay. at all no like have you ever had a, a take on, on anything that was like just fucking shat on. Uh, Not even, it doesn't even have to be spicy. It's just like, it could just be your honest opinion of something that people like revolted. I'm trying to think of what was remade electric recently. And people were very mixed on it. The Mustang. Was it the Mustang? I don't know. I, I can't. I can't remember what it was. But I know that there was something kind of beloved that was remade as electric now. And people were pretty on the fence but I was very much for it. I thought it looked really cool. I wish I could remember what it was now. I mean, it could be the Mustang. Maybe it is the Mustang. Mach-E. Uh, no. Well, what was brought was back? Light F1, the Lightning, the F one fifty. Gosh, I don't know. Mm. I can't think of what it was. I don't know. But also, also, I would love your take on electric. Period. Are you are you an electric guy or? I I my wife and I have the electric Mustang. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's more her car than mine, but we really we do really like it. Yeah. We don't call it a Mustang. We just call it Mach E. <laughs> Because it's like not really a Mustang, yeah. But it's a very nice car. They're still pretty fast, though, aren't they? They're pretty quick. Yeah. Um, we like them for, uh, you know, for as a commuter vehicle, Mm-mm. like just for driving around town, especially here in LA. Yeah. Electric cars rule. Yeah, yeah, they're they're great. Um, you know, we had going to and from Las Vegas. We drove it to SEMA. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's the, fun. That's nice. The public charging network just sucks my fucking ass. Yeah. It's horrible. I, I think anything outside of L.A. would be really hard. Even In L.A., I feel like it kind of makes sense. There's enough charging places, but... It's not about the number of charging places. Mm. Because we were able to find the charging the places. Speed? No, it's not oh. that either. It's that it's it's that the, the, the interface between car... It's not like a gas pump is pretty fucking simple. Mm-hmm. Credit card... And then liquid comes out of a fucking hose, right? It's pretty basic. Uh-huh. But with an EV charger, it's like the car needs to talk to the computer. And sometimes there's also an app that, you know, so you got to plug the car. So now the car needs to talk to the computer. And then the app has to go to the satellite in the sky and then come down and talk back down. And it, and it does the billing somewhere, and sometimes the app freezes, or the app needs, and, and so you don't have service, or you don't have bad, you have bad service, oh. or whatever. And so we found that every time we went to a public charger, the first one never fucking worked. <laughs> it's like when you try to put a USB in; it's not going to work the first time. It's the same kind it's of shit. Yeah. It that that process overcomplicates it. To uh, the point where it can be very, very, very annoying. It's an adventure. Yeah. That's not what you want. And, and by the way, Zach, I thought that the Ford got free charging for a year. That's wrong. That, I asked Ford. The Ford got 250 kilowatts of charging. What does that is equate to? Like four or five free charges, oh, which is basically nothing. Okay. So in the beginning, mm. when we first got it, you just plug it in and it knew that mm-hmm. it was going to be free. So be, now the app is eliminated, the billing portion is eliminated, mm-hmm. and you plug it in and it goes, charging. A lot cooler. But then, the, like we plugged it in and it was like, oh, the app is now, the app's frozen. Oh, restart the app. Oh, the app doesn't communicate. Oh, the fucking, try a different one. <sighs> and it was just, to be hundreds of miles from home. And can't charge your car. And, and th- even think that you can't charge your car. Yeah, that's kind and of go, terrifying. oh, is this the charger? Is it the app? Mm. Is it the car? I don't fucking know. It's so stressful. Again, it seems like way more of a, if you're in L.A., that's cool. But I don't think they've got the long distance down. It's not even yet. L.A. It's if you can charge at your house. Yeah. That's yeah, what it is. No, if you true. can charge your house, or if you can that's charge fine. at your office, and you don't need an app to intermediate. Yeah, and if the battery can go longer than, like, three hours. Yeah, which ours, I mean, ours could. Could it? Yeah, my my car will do about about eh, two fifty to three hundred, depending on the conditions. Okay. So like from That's LA to good. Vegas, we had to stop in Baker. Okay. Which we charged, and mm-hmm. then we and on the way back we had to stop in Barstow. Okay. Which is not That's that not bad, too bad. Yeah. Assuming assuming it works. You plug into the thing and it just works, which uh, which we struggled with a little bit. So is it is it a different app for per car? Like is it just the e? Tesla has its own system. Its, it's own chargers and its own system. <sighs> and then everyone else that's not Tesla has like four or five different charging companies. And you can get one app that will search for all the chargers, mm-hmm. but then you need to have all the different apps to pay for them. It stinks. Uh, stinks. You're crushing my EV dreams. But, uh, just the reality, no, I, bro. I, I, I Sorry if the, the reality, reality crushes your dreams, but that's how reality works, isn't it? <laughs> it crushes all my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I've definitely, I've been looking into it because I feel like it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. It definitely makes sense to have an electric car, spe- again, especially here. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know what I would want. But I've looked at, is it the, the EMA or would you? Mach-E, the uh, the, the Mach-E. Yeah, yeah, that looks cool. It's very nice. I feel like that looks I really l- cool. I really like using it as a car. Yeah. I do. It's, you, it's a nice car. Did you get to see the electric Hummer? I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. Thoughts. It's a little bit. 
you know. I don't see how we're saving the world with 1,000 horsepower, 9,000 pound trucks. I don't really see us saving the world with that. I'm glad it's not guzzling gas, but at the same time... It's guzzling something. It's guzzling something. And you and you got to think, too, of, like, the batteries and everything, yeah. like, recycling them. It doesn't, yeah. like, there's yeah. a lot of factors outside of yeah. that. We're not saving the world with that. <laughs> no, it's no. And we're not saving the world with Rivians but... or 1,000 horsepower Tesla plaids either. We're not doing any of that. But it's like the that. gateway drug for the truck crowd that is, like, yeah. fuck EVs. And, like, what if it's faster and stronger and bigger than everything? And they're like, okay. You're like, all right. And two years later, they're like, you know what? My plug-in Prius is excellent. And they just completely <laughs> changed their worldview. Yeah. It is. It's the, yeah, the gateway drug. Yeah. The electric okay. F-150 on the Ford stand at SEMA, uh, the Lightning, it it had a crowd. It, mm-hmm. it did have a crowd. And I like it because it's not trying to totally, you know, it, it's, it's oh, it's a regular truck, you mean? It's just mm-hmm. a regular truck that happens to be electric? Oh, that's cool. Okay. You know, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, giant engine bay is now a trunk? Like, that's pretty cool. That's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, uh, that's oh. the photo. And you got, you oh, could, the light looks cool, too, on the front. Yeah, yeah, it does. That looks very, like, cyberpunky. It kind of does, right? But at the same time, it's like, it's just a pickup truck. So yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, I think that could be the bridge. Yeah, I don't need to drive something. a movie prop. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't need to be in Tron. Like, I mean, I do. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that's kind of, that's on the top of my list. If you want to be in Tron, um, you need probably, like, a Rivian or something. Uh, I want the, uh, what's it called? Lucid. I'm blank on it. Uh, uh, it's got the logo where it's a oh my gosh Polestar oh yeah the Polestar 1 the two door one I was going to say the 1 is really cool the 1 is really cool uh, I'm waiting for what's the one that's not out yet it's the like two? the sport no the, uh, it's like a sport 1 I, I don't know. know is there a new Polestar 3 the t- uh, Terset I don't know what's it called Zach can you look up like what Polestar it, Terset, Terset or something what's it called I don't know did you just make that up I might have I don't know. I, I literally <laughs> don't know. What's on Polestar's website? I know the one Terrace. and there's the two one, are There's out. one that hasn't been... Uh, Is there a new Polestar? I remember looking up um, like what's next for Polestar. Because the, the three are... The three's in production for next year, I think. But they're also coming out with some like higher performance one. I don't know. It looks super, super there sleek. A, there's no concept. It's concepts. not on here yet. It's no. not. No. Just Google Polestar concept and yeah. let's see what we get. I uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be uh, uh, stumped by this. One? Oh, whatever the it. fuck that is, it looks precept. Cool. Precept. That's what oh. I was thinking. Well, that looks very. cool. I know. I'm like, this looks really cool. Yeah, that's real Tronny. Right. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. straight out of Tron. Yeah, that's that's, that's that cool. looks good. I yeah. like that one. So I, this is what I, I. It's kind of on my radar. This one, that I, I like that it's got it that they haven't totally abandoned Volvo, but it, that looks like a video game car. That's yeah. rad. Looks no, that does. That looks like a video game car. It really does. <laughs> yeah, just like somebody just went crazy with some modeling in Forza or something. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Do they have a real one of those yet? I mean, oh, there's a person. St- I think they have a, a full scale concept car. Yeah, I think so. Look at that dude. That who? Oh, that dude. <laughs> that dude. This that guy looks like Doctor Evil. <laughs> Like that's like a Swedish Doctor <laughs> Evil fucking launching this thing. That's that does look cool. Code, Precept, yeah, I like that. Up yeah, the real car real of the future. He looks real jazzed about that. <laughs> that car. guy dressed for the part for sure. <laughs> he dressed for the car. Yeah, they're like, oh show God, me a picture cool. of the car, and I will shop accordingly. Did the accordingly. doors open like that? Because I didn't even know that. Suicide that's doors. Cool. I guarantee fucking to you. There's cool. no way it goes to production with suicide doors. Yeah. There's a reason they're called suicide doors. They have a name for a reason. I guess. Yes. I love suicide cool. doors. They're cool as fuck. 
There's mm-hmm. almost no way they go to production with them. Rolls Royce gets away with it for some reason. Yeah, I was gonna say, but but, but no other, no one else one. pays for that shit. Maybe Polestar. If they do, that would be G as fuck. Mm-hmm. Their designers are very good. Yeah. Polestar One is a pretty oh. gorgeous coupe. You Harris see, Harris bought one. Yeah, cool. He bought the press car. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he bought the press car. Wow. Uh, when oh I drove gosh. the Polestar One, mm-hmm. I asked Polestar if they would sell me the press car, and they said they would. And they said they not only would they sell it to me, they would sell it to me at a pretty substantial discount, having wow. it been used as a press car. That's and I was cool. like, okay, sold. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll let you know when it's ready. And then I didn't hear from them for 11 months. <laughs> and in the meantime, I needed a car. Like, yeah. I actually, like, it was like for my wife, like, she needed a car. And so we bought that Ford, uh-huh. the electric Ford. Do they end up hitting you up? Yes. At the end of it? Yeah. Like, like weeks ago. They were like, oh, it's very finally. recent. Yeah, they're like, it's ready. And I was and like, like, dude, we had this conversation in 2020. Like, it's oh been so God. long. If you don't mind me asking, do you know how much they were going to let it go for? It it was. I mean, you don't have to say. It was more than a hundred grand. Okay. But it was less than the MSRP. Okay. Noticeably, that it wasn't. Sense. It wasn't nothing. I mean, it was. It was still yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a lot of money. I was say, that's a nice. It's really cool car. looking. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, when I drove when I drove the press car on the street, people went absolutely batshit. Oh, me. I bet it was beautiful. Even just seeing the Polestar too. I mean, yeah. they're nothing crazy, but the front grill looks really cool. It does look. Cool. I never see like a square cube. The the, grill the, the ever. one looked like a fucking. Bentley. Yeah. I mean, it was great. They're sick. Yeah. They're, I got to drive the Polestar 2. Um, haven't driven the Polestar 1 yet. I've been I've been told it's that fast. I can. It's really fast. I've heard that yeah. it's fast, and I probably can't take it too far. <laughs> no, it's hybrid. No, no. I mean, like they, they're like they a little more protective it over oh. it. Oh, yeah. There probably is a mileage limit. Yeah. Because um, people want to buy the press cars. <laughs> I wonder who, right? <laughs> no, I mean, it's uh, if you have journalists... Who want to buy the press car that itself? That speaks volumes. That means you've got a pretty good car. That speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I think that is the precept. Again, I'm gonna always yeah, forget precept. it. That, that thing it. looks fucking It does. Rad. Yeah. That and if you want cool. something that's like kind of like that, but a little less aggressive, like the mm. new uh, the Audi. Um, oh yeah. The e-tron. The e-tron. That it's thing cool. looks cool. Yeah, we drove it. It's lovely. Yeah. It's got a bunch of touchscreens and cool. Audi's interior lighting department is on point. Oh yeah. That shit's glowy. Dude, even mad with, glowy. Even with the A4. It was mad glowy, right? <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty mad glowy. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what's the like horsepower situation, or what is? They it? have two different versions. One is oh, like cool. uh, four hundred horsepower, and then mm-hmm. one is like six hundred, and oh they have a really fast one. Oh man, what's that MSRP? Now I'm now I'm. Shit, what's the MSRP of the GT? I want to say that it's like, like one twenty. Yeah. Okay. It's more. It's not like I mean, completely nuts. No, I feel yeah. like for what it is, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a very good looking car. It's wow. very fast. I love the headlights. Yeah, it's it's nice. It seems like mm. it's it seems like your vibe. It doesn't look completely different from oh, the precept. What does it say? Starts Base price one hundred two. You're okay. gonna want some the options. One, yeah. yeah, you're gonna want some options. Yeah, it's gonna be one twenty five out the door. Probably. If you want it with headlights, about... it's going to be another ten grand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you want it to have wheels on it? Ten thousand dollars. You can bring your own <laughs> bring your own wheels if you want to. It's like a bowling alley. BYOW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no but that that's, cool. that's a pretty cool one. That's a good LA car. That's a Start good Start to option. see a lot of those around. Yeah, they're fucking fast. I, really yeah, fast. I bet. Yeah. I've seen a lot of the. Um, is it the t- the Taycan? Tycon. Tycon. Yeah, the Porsche. I see those all the time mm-hmm. now. They're fun. They look so fucking fun. 
The secret to the Taycan is actually to get the base one. The really? rear rear wheel drive long range. It's the cheapest one. Oh, are the are the upgraded one? Are they all wheel drive? Like yeah. The, oh. Only the cheapest one is rear wheel drive, oh, and then the faster that. ones are all wheel drive, and they huh. they go. The fast ones are really really fast. Like, will probably take your GTR in most performance metrics oh fast. Really fucking it. fast. They're cool. And they look really cool. Yeah, but they're fucking expensive. Yeah. They yep. start at like 100 and they go up to about 200. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the Audi undercuts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start there. Okay. We'll start um, there. We have some questions from the people. <gasps> oh, okay. Some of them are for you directly. Some of them are car advice questions. Oh, don't know how so, much I can help there, but let's that's okay. uh, if they're, I'll jump in. If they're, <laughs> uh, if they're uh, we'll start with ones that are meant for you. Ooh. Prashan. Wants to know if you had to choose a certain video game art style to live in forever. Wow. What game would you choose? Oh, my gosh. Oh, clarification. Your life stays the same, but you see everything in that game's graphics. Oh, my gosh. Holy shit. Cool question. That That's is kind a of cool a fun question. question. You know, we could go something like really cool like Assassin's Creed or like, I don't know, something fun, something funky. No. No? Animal Crossing. I just... <laughs> Just a happy place? Just like forcefully happy and joyous <laughs> at all times. A really difficult right. situation. Like you really have to pay your mortgage, but it's like a cute little, <laughs> it's a cute squirrel or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel funny. it. Yeah, look at that. I'd like to live in, uh, what, is, what was the Xbox snowboarding game? 1080? Oh, yeah, like SSX or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. SSX, yeah. Oh, like I'd shit. like to live in one of those like snowboarding surrealist games. Yeah. Yeah, that'd all be really fun. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a good Kinda one. Kind of cold, but. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd, I'd have a coat. Twenty four seven. Yeah, you could move to Alaska. I think I'll. I similar... think I'll dye my hair and I'll move to Alaska. <laughs> what color? Uh, what's the difference? I don't have any fucking hair. No, that's a <laughs> all song. All this, all this. That's a song oh, by a guy okay. named Little Hurt. I think um, I'll dye my hair and I'll move to Alaska. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Sirius XM Alt Nation. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Steven Russo <laughs> thoughts. Oh, today is the twenty year anniversary of Xbox. Any memor- uh, memorable games besides Halo from the first Xbox? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, happy 20 years. That's crazy when you really think about it. 20 years of the Red Ring of Death. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, I was going to say, that's a that's a memorable time. I remember yeah. um, people would, like, there's all these, like, hacks you could do when you could have the, oh, yeah. when you had the Red Ring of Death. Yeah. You had to, like, do certain things. I, I honestly just defaulted and ended up sending it back <laughs> to the box. But, uh, oh, my God. I think one of my favorite games for... The 360 was the orange box. What's that? Do you remember that? No. Oh, what is that? it slapped. It had like four different games. It had Half-Life 2 and uh-huh. then Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and 2. Okay. It had Team Fortress 2 and Portal. So Four games in one. Yeah. Oh, the uh, orange box. Yeah. So it really got me into TF2 and kind of class-based shooter games, uh, which was kind of new to me at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Half-Life was just so fucking cool. Never played. Oh, it's cool. It's just like a creepy, I don't know. Is it yeah. like post-apocalypse? Kind of. Nuclear kinda. meltdown? Is that uh, what it's called? Yeah, sort of. Um, there's like head crabs that jump at you. It's kind of head a creepy. Crabs? Yeah. That's creepy. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> um, but then it also had Portal, which was kind of just outside of the box, ironically speaking. Um, but it uh, was kind of like a physics-based Portal game. You just mm. like a puzzle game, with, but with Portals. Uh, it was just something Neat. different at the time. So yeah, it was a bunch of different games all in one. That was really cool. I was in uh, I was in college when uh, when Xbox came out, and um, my main memory of it was that my friend Mike Zimmerman, 
who was a is a is a computer scientist and he was good at it back then too. He hacked the Xbox. Uh. And he hacked the Xbox to be a media server. So this was like Napster, LimeWire wow. era, yeah, yeah. where we were just downloading fucking <laughs> songs and movies like crazy, oh right? And he would upgrade the hard drive in the Xbox with a big ass fucking hard drive, and then it, it and he would have a, a some kind of a wireless keyboard and mouse, mm-hmm. early early wireless keyboard and mouse, and it would be a literal media server. And so I had an Xbox that could play games and then you'd flick a switch and it would switch to like server mode. And I had like 300 movies on the Xbox that I could just watch like that. And I was like, this was amazing. We've come full circle where that's what it is now. Yeah, yeah. Now they have like Netflix and a bunch of other shit just like right on the Xbox. They've caught up. Yeah, they caught up with the- Mike Zimmerman was 20 years ahead. Oh my God. Uh, But yeah, I miss uh, like modded lobbies and stuff like that too. Like you join- Mm -hmm random Halo games and they'd have like hacked lobbies. Even in Team Fortress 2 you'd join and they'd have like three of the characters would be giant for no reason and just like <laughs> yeah, dumb yeah. stuff. Oh, the good old days. Yeah. That was a lot My of fun. My friend turned me on to a like insurgency sandstorm recently. Oh, okay. Like a uh, uh, PC game. We go to the modded levels and someone made a kitchen as a level and everyone is like the size <laughs> of an ant. Oh, that's and fun. I, I, I logged in. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you're you're <laughs> like, just in some enormous on? kitchen yeah, and as someone's an just like, yeah, this would be fun. And they just program it. I bet that is fun. It was really <laughs> You know how there's like, uh, you know, there's like nostalgia for like NES now. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's like I'm playing NES ironically. Is that going to, you think that's going to happen for early Xbox? Or do you think it's in that interim where it's like not old enough to feel vintage, but but not new enough to be cool? I think it's already there in some Is ways it? because I know um, like there's the Xbox Arcade or not the arcade. Um, there's I mean, Game Pass has like a whole bunch of different like retro games mm-hmm. on it. Even the Switch, like they're bringing back. They have packs for like NES and blah, blah, blah. But I feel I feel like we're on the edge of that. Yeah. Especially because like you're saying, there's so many packs that are like NES and SNES that there's so much nostalgia around that. But it's just the next generation. Well, I think, can't right? you buy an NES now that has like every NES yeah. game like built into it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll as the data becomes, you know, relatively smaller for older games, mm-hmm. you'd be able to sell a unit that just has every game oh, built the data into is it. tiny. Some of the mm-hmm. uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo games, you can play just online on an emulator because it's like 18 kilobytes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, all right. That's yeah. Tony, whatever. I could stream this on my cell network, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Wolfenstein has never run so fast. <laughs> oh, man, I used to fuck with Wolfenstein. Uh, that was the first game I ever played. It was yeah. Wolfenstein 3D on DOS. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't. I was like eight or seven or something. Not I was what all I about Wolf 3D for sure. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. Jay. Jake Shores says, uh, Sonia, what game or games are you most excited to see released next year? Ooh, I mean, I was honestly just stoked for Halo Infinite right now, and the the multiplayer uh, beta just came out today, so I'm stoked for that. But I'm a big Bethesda nerd. I love Bethesda, Elder Scrolls, um, yeah, I'm huge into Fallout. It's like fantasy type game? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're coming out with a more like space based game it's called Starfield okay so I think that's next year all right I'm really looking forward to that I, I think my last uh, space game was like the uh, the whatever the Star Wars one was the big Star Wars one. Oh, uh, it was years ago it's such a blind Not spot played a, X, I think it was X, the X-Wing games okay okay that's how old we're talking about <laughs> fucking old not a space game guy 
I'm just other than racing Sims, I never I fell away from video games. I never really mm. got back into them. I just kind of That's suck fair. at that. I don't know. I'm just busy. <laughs> That's why you read so many <laughs> books, though. I do read a lot of books. I know. Oh, do you? Because I have time. Right. Yes, I do read a lot of What's books. What's your genre? What do you gravitate towards? Oh my god, towards? it's terrible. It's it's well, it's good, but it's also bad. No, I read you're a reading. lot it's of like nonfiction, like history stuff. Oh, you like, lost me. <laughs> that kind of not like like not like wars history, more mm-hmm. like you know. Let's just say that in I grew up fairly sheltered, mm. you know, white Jewy private school, and and and. Uh, assumed that the arc of progress was straight and improving and then Mm -hmm. in 2016 i was like hang on what the fuck and then i decided to figure out how we got there yeah and so i started reading a lot of history books that um explained a lot of that i mean that's that's a productive yeah uh, outlet yeah yeah, yeah, it is depressing but productive it's a good catalyst for something more healthy sure and i I became a much healthier person mentally i think because of it but that's nice but um yeah it's a lot of a lot of books about how we've uh, how we've gotten to where we've gotten as a country. I mean, country. that's great. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like I'm very much on your on your your wavelength of I read a lot of nonfiction, uh, not history. What do you what do you read like just, but people's autobiographies or, or um, biographies or what? I don't want to like throw it all in in self help, but I'm I'm super whenever. Um, I was taking any programming courses or anything uh, in computing. Any of my electives were always psychology. Mm. Anything about how the brain works. Um, I love AI. I'm mm-hmm. super in- interested in AI. Um, so just, yeah, anything of how we take in our environment, how we interact with other people. So I've been reading a lot just on like empathy, mm. compassion, but then also how do we build systems to, you know, take on our environment and have that translated to a computer yeah anything anything in that realm cool i would say nice but a lot of nonfiction. nice yeah. anything else in there that's specifically for sonia what else do we have Negative. is it all car advice now it's car advice we got three <laughs> three car three advices car all right advices. i won't i won't hey. we'll do three car advice questions now we won't kick those to the crew show all right there's a lot of words in these so i apologize jonathan <laughs> owns a mark seven and a half gti and an audi r8 v10 my car prior to the R8 was an E92 M3. So you've been all around. Uh, I love the GTI, etc. Would you sell the GTI and buy a Lexus IS500? Oh, those are fun. Along with the increased running costs. It would be financially imprudent, though I am fortunate enough to handle it. I mean, the IS5, have you driven an IS500? Uh, I've been taken around the track in one. Yeah. Have not personally driven one. It's but good car, they isn't are it? Cool. Yeah. They are really cool. Great sounding V8 engine. Yes. Responsive gearbox. Probably one of the last mm-hmm. naturally aspirated V8s mm-hmm. from Lexus, I'd say. Mm-hmm. That engine is not long for this world. Mm-mm. I personally would. Yeah. GTIs are nice objectively, but don't interest me all that much. Mm. And if I could afford the extra fuel. I would get more joy out of the IS500. I feel like you'd get more joy and more in the future because I feel like that's going to be a car that might be more sought out like uh, down the uh, road. Fast Lexuses hold their value very well. Yeah. They do in general. And yeah. they're going to keep making GTIs yeah, for yeah. a long time. Just it's like always a new now. GTI. Yeah. In fact, there's a new GTI now. <laughs> I bet <laughs> it has a two-liter turbo. I bet yep. it has a two-liter turbo. Yep. Hey. Right. Bet the condition. Yeah. The the controls are light as a feather, as they always <laughs> go are. Go 500. Yeah, I would go 500. <laughs> Andrew Nelson says the thought of buying a car sight unseen is absolutely insane to me. 
That's well, it's not insane. That's a rational thought. <laughs> Searching through local car ads via AutoTrader or Craigslist, it's now overwhelmingly Carvana type ads. Uh, do we see these sites introducing a filter for this someday? Not much of a question. I mean, I feel like there's got to be a way. Is there not a way on these car buying sites to filter dealer or private party sale? There must there's be. Gotta there's got to be. On Craigslist. Yeah. But even so, I mean, I, whenever I've tried to buy like furniture or something on Craigslist, there's so many. Or apartments. Apartments was one where I looked, and it was clear that like the entire page would be eaten up by one apartment building, yeah. and like, the realtor had just bought ads and bought space. So it was like scrolling down. There's like 30, 40, 50, same center cards, same yeah, description. Yeah. Hmm. So I think it's just uh, if there's a bug, they'll exploit it, and then you'd figure out a way to do that. Yeah, I mean, if I owned a website that managed car listings, I would want a way to filter private party and dealer. Makes sense. Right? Because people are looking for different things. Yeah. So it would be frustrating to me if I was getting flooded with Carvana ads on a on a site where I was trying to buy a private party vehicle. Yeah. I don't have an answer. But I was if... going to say, so again, not really a question, but we're right. here in your frustration. Yes, we feel you. We feel you, dude, for sure. <laughs> you are uh, seen. Last one. Nathan says, my wife and I are expecting our first Aww. baby in April. Congratulations. I need to get out of my two-door sports car and into something more practical, but also Ridiculous. Uh, I was planning on an X3M competition, but after today's video, I'm thinking about that Jeep 392. <laughs> we put a, the, the Jeep SRT 392 video up today. It's uh, ridiculous. That's fun. I can't, I don't, I don't have the data, and I haven't read the data, but if I was going to put a newborn in a car, it Kid. wouldn't be a Wrangler. Kids gonna have tinnitus. It so just fast. wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I'm not sure what happens in a crash in a Wrangler. I'm not saying it's unsafe, but it seems a little, you know, flimsy. Seems a lot. Right. I mean, as soon as I heard practical, I, I already have one recommendation. But that's right. Um, yeah. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, also, you know, if you wanted something, you could get a Jeep Trackhawk. You know, which is mm. the Hellcat Grand Cherokee. Oh, I don't if think you I've wanted, seen that. Yeah, it's a Grand Cherokee with a Hellcat motor. Oh, in. okay. That's you cool. You could get that. Um, you could get a, a variety of, of, of very fast SUVs or even, you know, something like an M3 or an M5. It doesn't need to be an SUV. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the Trackhawk, the okay. Hellcat Jeep. They are out there. But, like, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to have a baby. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I had a baby and I was getting out of something impractical – for something for baby, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a Wrangler. It wouldn't be any Wrangler. That'd be pretty low on my list, I think. Like personally. you can take the doors off in like five minutes. Yeah. What do you think happens in a side impact crash? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're just not very comfortable. I mean, the load in height's really high, so putting a car seat in that one. The they also didn't have a huge amount of room in the back seat. Yeah. So you have to have your front seats forward a lot, I think, to put a car seat in it. I mean, right. You can mm-hmm. find these measurements on like an, you know the websites and stuff. I think a Trackhawk. If you like the sound of the 392, Trackhawk makes the same noise. But when you roll the windows up, that noise goes away. <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. 392, that noise does not go away. Yeah, it comes yeah. right through that door. Yeah, there's a lot of like bad things about daily driving a Jeep Wrangler. Even if it has a big fucking hot rod engine in it, like Wranglers are not that comfortable. The steering is terrible. They're really loud. Yeah. Long distance highway driving sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an ideal daily. I mean, Mm. if you want one, you know you want one. But if you're like, should I get this super sporty BMW or should I get this thing from the 50s that has a giant hot rod (laughs) engine in it? If you're on the fence. If you're on the fence, I would maybe get 
lean. The X3 yeah. is a nice car. Yeah, actually, as long as the roads are smooth. You know, or a Macan, a, a fast Macan. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I be cool. Macans rule. I, yeah. I think Macans are great. I'm so. with you on that. Yeah, or you know, but for but, a baby too. For a baby. You know what I mean? Maybe something with like 75 airbags. You know, not like something where <laughs> the doors three. come off. Yes. <laughs> Very fair. Oh, uh, plug plug everything. Where can everybody find you? Oh my gosh. OMG, it's Firefox everywhere. Keep We've, it consistent. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Across Two the X's. board. Two X's. Uh, we have a podcast. Not to plug a podcast on a podcast. No, that's, um, that's what people do. It's okay. Oh, I'm allowed. Okay. Yes. Uh, we have a podcast, Good Game, Nice Try. Uh, it's with myself and Aaron Blair on the Team Coco Network. We talk about games. Mm-hmm. We do game stuff, have cool people on, and also talk about what their favorite games are. So, yeah, I post Good. a lot on Instagram. Uh, Your Instagram's fun. Thanks. I follow you on Instagram. It's very fun. Cool. Yeah, like thanks. I try to do a little mix of gaming, a little mix of... Um, there's car things. Yeah, there's car things. There there's car game things. There are car things on the Instagram. Uh, and yeah, stream on Twitch. Playing a lot more Forza lately, so... There it is. Yeah. There it is. Horizon yeah. 5. Yep. I really need to get in Horizon 5. You do. We're, we should buy it for the shop. It, yeah. yeah, we should get it from we the shop. We have the thing. I know. We, can, we have the are hardware. Are you on the streaming? You on the streaming game? We've never no, streamed. we're not. We're playing the game. never have. We have the wheel. Not once. Well, maybe we should. If you ever, if you ever need help setting up or anything, I know we have an on expert. the Twitch game. All right, let me know. It's not gonna happen. I'd love to see it. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but I'll play. Or I will absolutely offers on play the table. Horizon Five for you sure. Go. You should. Thanks for coming down. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah, made it and work. I'm sure we will see each other at car events. Yes. very soon. Yep. I'm doing a cars and coffee. Oh, what? Uh, Where are you? With uh, in in collaboration with. Um, CollectingCars.com. Cool. Uh, Sunday, November 21st at Bluey's Market in Santa Monica. If you'd Very like cool. to come by with the GTR. Ooh. Have you been there before? Do you know the I place? I haven't, no. My cousin-in-law owns it, and they have a cool. fabulous breakfast burrito. Fucking rules. Say and so that's going to be fun. No more. One of my top two in L.A. It's like tied with Bill's. Yeah, Bill's is excellent as well. Yeah. Wait, Best, where's Bill's? Uh, the Malibu Kitchen. That's oh, where we okay. do normal, our normal Sunday activities. But Bill's uh, has good coffee. Yes. Oof. Very like good, real coffee. good coffee. Bill's coffee yeah. could use some work. Honestly. Bill's coffee's <laughs> from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It started in the 80s. Yeah. You had me a breakfast burrito. Yeah, yeah. This is the, this is the bomb. It's the shit. <laughs> Thanks, Sonia. It was cool. a pleasure to have you in. Thanks for having me on. Thank you all for listening. What is our next show, Zach? Do we know? Cruise I think it's sh- not until next week. Is it not until next week? Yeah. The Lotus guys on Monday? Mm-hmm. Lotus Ooh. Chassis Engineers on Monday morning. That's fun. That is it. Have a good rest of y'all's week. I'll see you later. Bye.